Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. One of those things, a couple of guys. Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in that. What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with Andy Walker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic. <laughs> that was the most media member thing that's ever been yeah. said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Good morning. Welcome in. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Trillville Thursday. Thank you so much for being with us on a Trillville Thursday. Trill. There you go. Good morning to you, Randy. How are you? What's happening, man? All good here. Uh, Andy Bunker, like you said, on the Trillville Thursday. I was like, dang it, is it not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so backwards with, like, Monday off and then being sick Tuesday and then being fog-brained yesterday. No, Back to normal today. No, it's Trill, man. Right. It is Trill. We're living for, living for the weekend, as we always do. And, as uh, you know, we get back into some – uh, some other sports. NBA is back tonight. Then yes. you get ready for, uh, I think it's race week this weekend. Obviously, Atlanta United yeah. is back this weekend. Uh, Atlanta Star- Motor Speedway. Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. Yeah. United Garrett's back. going. Garrett Chapman's going. To cover it or to go? To, as a fan. Oh, yeah. Cool. I saw him tweet that. So I there thought I'd mention that to everyone. Yeah, I mean, all that all that good <laughs> stuff's coming back. Uh, and as we talked, so, uh, so 
The first MLS game last night, the guys in pink. Messi's, really, Messi's I, still good, huh? still really good. Huh. I really wish they would change those damn pink uniforms, though. How come? I don't know. I, it may be the all-pink looks like, look like a damn tub of a Pepto. Okay. You know what I mean? There's not <laughs> enough accent in it. Maybe okay. black with the pink. They got the like all, black stripe. But I'm saying go all black with the pink stripe or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. pink accent instead yeah. of it being full pink. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, they like flamingos. Like in Miami. I know, but I love flamingos. I, we're, okay. big, we're a big flamingo house. We've had this conversation before. So. Her whole second birthday was a flamingo theme. It damn sure was, wasn't it? <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yes, it was. I every did. time we go to the Atlanta I, I, Zoo. I do remember now, they that. are right there at the at the entrance when you I go into the zoo. That. Every time we go to the zoo, we got to go see the fingalos. Yeah, I, I do. That's what she calls them, <laughs> the fingalos. So awesome. I'm not going to correct her. It's going to be a sad yeah, so day awesome. when she... Uh, when she learns how to say it the right way. Yeah, it was a, it was so a big awesome. day last night. I know we're going to get into sports and whatever, but this is more important than that. Went to the park. It was a beautiful afternoon. Please don't. She, got, she can fight this year. No, no. Oh, okay. No, no, okay. No, no, no. She, she's, no. She's, she's too much like me, I think, for that. I don't know. Maybe she's not. Maybe she'll fight with people. I'm not sure. Um, but we, we go to the park. Beautiful night. Went to Chick-fil-A to go like eat at the park and eat outside and all that. And we're sitting there eating. And her, her best friend, like we've spent enough time with her best friend's family now, to where I recognize her best friend's older sister. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's okay. We're, oh, there she is. And so I, I, I noticed, and I was like, hey, Lily, look. Lele's right over there. Lele! And they had that, like, uh, you know, from a movie that where hug. two people haven't seen each other in a long time, <laughs> and they run and they embrace, and so they're playing and all that. But at the park that we go to, there's a, a play structure that's, like, triple-decker. Right. And she's been brave enough to go to the second deck for right. a while, go down the, the medium-sized slide. She's never gone up to the top level uh-huh. and gone down the big slide. But Lele and her older sister, they do that. Mm-hmm. So they went all the way up to the top, and I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Right. Because she's climbed up there a couple times before, but then she kind of freaks out, so i got to go up there and help her, whatever. She went up there, and I could see that she was not sure. She was a little bit nervous. She wasn't sure whether or not she was going to do it. But Lele went down. So Lily went down. Yeah. And then she was right back up to the top. And they went down that big slide 15 times. It was amazing. Yeah, I was man. like, I was so proud of her. What a night last Good for night. her, man. Good That's for what's her. trending. Good for Lily her, Lily goes man. down the big, the big slide Good now, for her, man. Right? The bravery of children never sees me. That was amazing. You just got to get them up there and everything. Yeah. And they'll be so looking proud. over. And that is a, an amazing accomplishment for a little mom and everything. And then we called... We all we FaceTime grandparents most nights, so we called uh, my mom, and we're checking in with her, and she goes, Grammy, I was so brave. And then she told the whole story about how brave she was. That's and awesome. So, yeah, it was. It was awesome. What do you want to talk about besides that? That's all I got. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's all I got today. I mean, you know, I mean we, there is, it's, you know, spring training. Obviously, there's different storylines oh, that come yeah. out of there. We saw, we're having some fun off the cuff. Tim Anderson signs with the Marlins. We're like, Tim Anderson, wasn't he just good, like, Two years ago? He used to be good. He used to be good. And he just, and women problems and yeah. getting, getting that soul knocked out of you in yeah. a baseball game. It, 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 it takes toll on you. Yeah, he got the talent punched right out he of got, his he jaw. Got, he got the hell knocked out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I retired after that. You get beat up on the baseball diamond. He basically did. Because you And when you started? Yeah, I yeah, did. You got, 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 got knocked on your ass. Ronald Acuna is the best player in baseball. Uh, um, did we not know that? According to the, I think. That I was a little surprised that he was number one. Really? Because everyone, anytime they talk about anything about that over the last couple of years, Shohei Otani has talked about sort of in a different stratosphere. Yeah, because he does multiple things. Because what he does is right. so different. Now, maybe because it's because he's not going to pitch this year because he's dealing with the arm surgery. But yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, it almost felt like when you have those conversations about like the greatest football player of all time, it's like, yeah, Tom Brady's the guy. And then maybe now this person could enter the the conversation. I, I, I was a little surprised that Shohei didn't just get the, 
the number one spot because he gets the number one spot all the time. Right. But I think they're right. Like I think I think they're right about this. A because Shohei's not going to be pitching this year anyway, and and B because what Ronald Acuna did last year is, I mean, quite literally the most ridiculous thing that a position player's done before. Like forty right. seventy. Like I know that we knew that he was capable of that, and we saw him do it, and we watched it every day, and so. I don't know if numb to it is the right term, but like it, it wasn't shocking to me that Ronald right. Acuna was able to do that because Ronald Acuna is that good. But yeah, man, I thought it was awesome that he got the credit that he was deserved. Yeah, I mean, you look at the top ten. I mean, they're all studs. You know, yeah. you look at Mookie Betts and, and Aaron uh, Judge and and obviously Shohei and those guys. So, I mean, they are the tops of the tops. And so, you know, I thought that uh, I was not surprised. I would I, I would have been more surprised if he wasn't the first player. I thought they put him at two. I thought he I thought they would. Um, uh, uh, Shohei too. Oh, that's what mm. I thought. I thought Robbie wanted. Yeah, they had Shohei at four. Yeah, I know Shohei to Mookie, Judge, Freddie. That's mm-hmm. what I thought it would yeah. be. And but uh, obviously, you know, they are the, the the elite of the elite, and he is a. It's, it's amazing because every time I say his age, I'm like, damn, he's that young, still, huh? Yeah, damn, he's twenty six. Damn, just <laughs> like just a young, young, yeah. young whippersnapper. And like uh, as we played the clip yesterday with Snit talking about, uh, I would have fun too if I'm that good. Hell yeah, dude. I would flex on him, too. I would do my dance and everything, too, if I'm that damn good. And he is that good. And he's going to, he has the trajectory of being one of the best players ever. Yeah. One of the best players yeah. ever. That's what's, that's what's so fun ab- about it is you saw it from the beginning. Yeah. Right? Like y- you saw, I mean, he was talked about before we ever really got to see him, but then you finally saw him and it was like, Oh yeah, no. This is like uh, this is generational. Yeah. Like, this is this is the real deal. You heard about? You remember you heard right. about him? You heard about him yeah. from the time he was seventeen years yeah. old, and then and you finally saw it. And it was like okay, yeah. And again, I I go back to a like a caller segment we did on the night show years ago when he first came up. It was like if if his career ends up being that of Andrew Jones, is that disappointing? Right. And like the majority of people were like, yeah, that would be disappointing. It's like, damn, that's crazy. Like, Andrew, Andrew Jones, Jones got four fifty homers, yeah. ten gold yeah. gloves. Like he's going to be in the Hall of Fame eventually. But like I, I understood what people were saying by saying that because how good he is, it seems like a guy that not only could be one of the best players of his generation, could be one of the best players of any generation. Yes. And I don't know, like sometimes guys come up with that much hype. Sometimes they live up to it. Oftentimes they don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. And or sometimes it's in the middle. Right. Yeah. And sometimes like expectations like that are just too lofty. Like the only thing that that has slowed him down and and would going forward is injuries. Mm-hmm. And and he's been banged up here and there. Obviously being healthy now since uh, the middle of 2021 is a huge deal. You saw what it looked like in 2022 coming back from it, and then last year fully healthy was the number one player in baseball. Exactly. Like a, a totally different level. Um, I don't know. It. it Again, it's one of those things that I, I, I pinch myself and remind myself as a fan of the Braves and one who gets to cover them. This is not normal. Like having the best player in baseball year after year after year. I got to enjoy I don't know if he was the best. I thought he was when I was a kid watching Ken Griffey Jr. And I thought it was normal. I was like, well, cool. Ken Griffey Jr. just plays center field for your favorite baseball team. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. He plays center field for my favorite baseball Correct. team. And then he is a human and he gets traded and then he gets hurt. And that's what reality is in sports. Like, don't don't get numb to it. Like don't get numb to the greatness of Ronald Acuna and what he can do on a yearly basis because you really are watching something special. And like that talent realized is also something special. Yeah, I mean, like, I, what do I, guys I, get blessed with talent sometimes, yeah. but they don't always live up to it. No. And he has, and because he and and the thing with him, he has this and this inner drive to be great. I think yeah, that's the no biggest doubt. thing about it. No he doubt has about this it. Inner drive to want to be great, and you know he puts himself. 
he put he holds himself at such a high standard that you know that obviously I always believe that you can never think more highly of your athlete than they think of themselves most of the time. You know, humble and all those different things. But you got to have this high regard for yourself and your thought process to be as great as he is. But knowing that what it's like not to have it, because I know for a fact that that when he went down, that I mean. It was easy for him to break his spirit. He's still a young player and all his expectations on him. And then he goes out and then his team wins a damn World Series without him. Yeah. And then, you know, then he that comes back. Yeah, frustrating. He comes back the year after and he's not himself. We all know why mm-hmm. he's not himself and everything. And then he's finally get healthy and it's, he put this mission to come back and be the best player he could possibly be. And in my opinion, a lot of our opinion, uh, you can say it's a, a, a homer thought, whatever, but I do think he's the best player in baseball. It's not. You saw it. Yeah, I saw it right there. Last but, night. You know, be, oh, they voted him yeah, number one. You know, a lot of people, oh, that's not, well, the, I don't think the MLB office is based here in Atlanta. No, they don't. You know, I, I don't think that. In fact, if anything has, uh, has been true over time, it's a, a, a bias in the other direction, like a bias towards a Dodger or a Yankee or a whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's taken a little extra effort from an Atlanta Brave to get the credit as one of the best. He is that. We didn't vote on that. I didn't. Did you vote in it? No, I did not. I didn't, have, I didn't have a vote. Did you vote in that, Bo? I don't know. Abe might have, but I didn't have a vote in that. That was the the, the major league baseball. Well, who MLB Network that that made that list? Okay. That's the that's the that's the national baseball media. Well, they got it list. right. They did. They got it. They got it right. They got it right. They and did. so I mean, and then you know you you got and it, it's always good because he has so many great players around too. I mean, that's the great thing about it. Yeah. So many great players. That's the other part. That's the other part is is like. To remind yourself every year going into it is like it is is not normal and it is very special to be able to watch the best player in baseball on a team that's projected to win 103 games, Mm -hmm. might have the Cy Young winner. I mean, it's good. Might have the MVP, whatever. Who other knows what else they might have. Might win the World Series. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. (laughs) It's really nice. You know, it's, it's big. It is. It is. It is. It's really cool. It is. So I mean, it's just I guess a, you don't have to look far to remind yourself that it's not normal because all the other teams we talk about, you know, mm-hmm. remind you that it's not. You know, like the seven and tens and the <laughs> playing rounds and the whatever the hell Georgia Tech did last night, like all that stuff. That was awful. Yeah, you just look around the landscape of the rest of things, and it's like the one constant. Georgia and the Braves might trick you into thinking if you're only a fan of those two teams, like. Ah, they win championships the all the time. The one No. Two costumes. <laughs> no, man. Nobody ever wins championships. Nope. Nobody ever wins MVPs. You don't, nobody has the best player on their team. Except you do. All right. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get into what's trending. I'm interested to talk a little bit about the, uh, the next phase of what the college ball playoff might look like. I guess the 12-team playoff was only cool for a day. Now they got to do better than that. So we'll get there next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. For what's trending. A look at the top trending headlines of the day. Oh my God. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Is your heating and cooling system aging? Reliable's got you covered for just $29.99 a month. No deductibles or service fees, just coverage. Call to find out more. Hey, for me, this is more importantly because my my people, when I grow, they they can see me play for first time and it's crazy when you play in your country, man. Some people talking a lot of things, but you know, I I I play hard, but you never know when when what person see you for the first time. That's what I play. Ronald Acuna last night on uh, MLB Network, talking about being ranked the number one player in baseball, but then also being asked about playing winter ball in Venezuela, which is just another kind of cool, ridiculous part 
of his year, like what a junkie. Yes. You know what I mean? To play 162 games postseason and then get some off time and be like, you know what I want to do? More baseball. Yes. Let's go down there and play some more baseball. And play the way that he plays because he's saying, because there's a chance there's a kid in the stands that's never seen him play before. I first, mean, that's awesome, man. First that- chance to get somebody to fall in love with baseball. Oh, it's so awesome, man. It is. And I know I remember you remember when he came off the injury, how hesitant they were to let him play down there and yeah. everything and try to, you know, minimize how much that uh that they want him to play rightfully so. I mean, yeah, let's come off a major injury, don't want nothing like that to happen, not on uh on Braves time. But right. uh, yeah, right. I mean you don't want that. But I mean, yeah, he is uh this is a great young man. Love to see him with the interact with the family. I remember last year got married during All Star weekend and yeah. everything like that, which was so cool. And, uh, you know, he is, um, you know, we, we can talk to her blue in the face about the, the, the loot that should be uh, deposited into his account soon, the more loot that he should get. But, I mean, it doesn't seem to be affecting him. I don't think he's going to be a pouty little brat like, like you know, you would expect somebody of his caliber maybe to get when they want more money. He's going to go out there and do uh, what he does. And I got a question for you. Which, which, uh, which one is he more likely to get more than? The home runs or, or stolen bases this year? I, I still think stolen bases. You think he's more stolen? Yeah, I think he'll still get stolen bases. More than? Seven. More than home runs. Okay. Oh, 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 no, more no, than I'm, last year. Oh, last year. okay, yeah. got it, got more it, got last it. Year. Oh, okay, I think he'll have more home runs than he had last year. Okay, sorry, I didn't misunderstood the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think 50-50 is reasonable. It, I think it is. Like, he's going to get to 50 a year eventually. Right. Like, that's where, that's where he's trending toward. Like, he's just going to get more powerful as he gets a little later on in his 20s. Um He's probably going to steal less bases as he gets later on in his 20s as well. I doubt he'll ever steal 70 bases again. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong about that, but just that's a lot of damn bases to steal, man. Right. Especially when you hit 50 home runs, you're not on base that much. Yeah, you know? that's true. Um, I, I, you and I don't feel this way, so like, ah, validating the folks that do is a waste of time sometimes, but whatever. Like, What are they going to say about him if he continues to do all this stuff, by the way? Because like all the criticisms of Ronald Acuna, you know, like, we, all he does is play baseball all year, so I guess he does work hard. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. He does hustle because he stole 70 bases. He did the interview in English last night. Oh, God. What that's... are they going to say? Hey, Ronald! What are they going to do? What are you doing? I knew you spoke American! What are they going to say? How are you like, going to do they're, they're wasting money on a translator. They can go to Max Free! You know what I mean? Like, he, like, like one by one, he's checking <laughs> off all the, all the criticism boxes. Like... I guess the chains are still very blingy, oh, and they might not like that. But oh, it's like I don't know, like all, all the little <laughs> things. I, I, I can't help but sometimes think that when I was like, "Uh oh, he's speaking English." Oh no! What are the haters gonna say he's to speaking him? Speaking American. Oh no! My, and, they, and they had the translator on TV last night for nothing. He was just sitting there. Yeah, like, yeah. like I didn't need me. Yeah. Like a proud papa. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I, man, he doesn't need me anymore. Hell no! No, I got. Uh, because the one thing about Ronald, he is always. It's always funny. I notice this. He's always a year late. From a celebration. So what will the celebration this year? It was the too small, but that was like everybody was doing that a year before that. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to I was trying to come He's gonna up, be doing the gritty. He's gonna be doing the gritty. <laughs> well, the, the, the gritty was already Oh yeah, did that? Yeah. So oh. I'm trying to think what what, what is it? He's what gonna is it? dab. No. <laughs> Please God no. <laughs> Bring back the dab. <laughs> Please God no. Don't 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 do that. Uh, I don't know. What's the year late celebration now? Like what were what were the kids doing last year? I don't know, dude. I'm just. I mean, it'll be something though. But no, it'll I, be something. I just love watching him play. Plays with so much joy. I love watching his baseball team. I think that's my biggest takeaway. Is like you said, don't get don't get to a point where it's not fun anymore or it's not cool because it is cool. It's very it's cool. Easy to be negative sports fan guy. Very easy. Very popular these days. Oh yeah. Um, in fact, they want you to do that. 
You don't have to be. Just enjoy the the beauty of it, and he's certainly one of those guys. Uh, Now, (laughs) that might not be as easy for Georgia Tech basketball fans uh, this season or any season recently. Certainly not last night. Damon Stoudemire, very honest yesterday. Because to me, the way I see it, and I've never said this before, this will be the first time anybody ever hears me say this. When I get my guys up in here, it's going to be different. (laughs) I'm just telling you. And I'm already was saying that because my type of guy – whether he making a bucket, whether he's not making a bucket, he's going to have pride in playing the front of the jersey and the back each and every day. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's it's trying. It is when you are – because one thing I know about David Stoudemire, he's a damn dog. Oh, yeah. He's a damn dog. No, it, like that's the thing about yeah. that comment is yes. like coming from David yes. Stoudemire, yes. it sounds a little different yes. than – Someone else, yes. maybe if they said it, because yes. he was such a good player and such a hard worker. Yes, but uh, that's tough. I mean, uh, I guess it, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but that's tough to hear if you're in that locker room, but especially my guys. Damn, I guess I'm not one of yeah, these guys. I mean, especially my guys. When you sit up there and say that, my guys, like my, the hardest thing about college, especially college basketball, is to get your guys and keep your guys because you know. I know for a fact he probably hurt some feelings yesterday. Oh, absolutely. I know for a fact that they were like, okay, I can't wait for the season so I can get up out of right, here. Right, but I, that was his intent. But that's his intent. He, he, he's, he's smart uh, enough you gotta to know let, that. You got to weed him out sometimes. Yeah. You got to figure out a way to get. That wasn't exactly Deion Sanders bringing a Louis Vuitton no. suitcase to the team meeting, but, but pretty much, near. pretty much what it was. It was Daniel telling you that you're not good enough. And, I mean, that has always been one of those things. And times have changed. You know, that the name on the front was the most important thing, but it actually isn't anymore. Because, I mean, and now I have no problem with wanting to get yours. None at all. But I think that when you look at the landscape, especially college basketball, you saw Rick Patino say what he said. And, you know, it's just, it, it, obviously, it is completely different. I saw this interesting thing where um, Schefter was talking about, Adam Schefter was talking about basically, you know, talking about NFL. And yeah. Because uh, the coach from, running back coach from USC left and went to join Jim Harbaugh. I was talking about, you're going to probably see a lot more of this because of the fact is that these dudes are tired of dealing with these damn kids. They're tired of dealing with the NIL. They're tired of dealing with the transfer portal. Having to re-recruit your players. They're, they're sick of the way college, all college sports are going. We talked about Coach K and Roy and everybody like that. Because it's not like that anymore where, hey, I'm Coach K. Come to my damn school. Okay, if I come to your school, what you going to do for me? You know, I'll give you a good education and give you an opportunity. Uh, that guy's going to give me a Ferrari. Exactly. Can I go? I mean, could y'all give me one of those? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I said. <sighs> let me see what I can do. <sighs> How yeah. old are you again? <laughs> yeah, let me, <laughs> <sighs> let me see what I can do. So you weren't born when I won my first three national championships? Yeah. I'm going to retire. Maybe that's what happened to this guy. Maybe that's what got this guy out of college football. Here's here's Nick Saban talking about continuing to be an advocate for college sports. I will be dedicated to college football and the future of college football and trying to make that sport, as well as other sports and collegiate athletics, I'm going to be an advocate for trying to make the game as good as it can be. Yeah, and when you're the commissioner of the Super Conference in three years, then you'll be able to do that. Um, For right now, we're just going to slowly creep towards that with all the different changes that they're making year by year, offseason by offseason. We finally got to the 12-team playoff, and then one day later, they were like, more. 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 Maybe 14. More. Yeah. 16. I mean – 32. Right. I mean, why not? 64. Just play year round. Yeah, just all year. Yeah, just play all year. Every day. And, and uh, I mean, 
Because it's hard to say, well, you're going to get college football overload. I don't believe that. I mean, hell, I love college football, and if they were playing it right now, I'd be watching it. Yeah, you I would know? too. You know? <laughs> I mean, I would be watching it. I um, would too. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, like I said, the landscape is, is just changing so much, and it is all about the big program. Sorry for the little guy. It's, 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 just, it's just the way it's going to be, Buck. Why, why does this – you work with me a long time now. Why Why does the 14-team playoff the day after the 12-team playoff bother me so much? Uh, oh, man. Because I feel like I've been like pretty, I don't know, open-minded towards all of it right. throughout the process. Yeah. It's like, this is where it's going. I mean, it's a little bit messy right now. It'll probably get fixed both by itself and by some governing body. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Pac-12 got disintegrated choked out last <laughs> yeah, year yeah. the conference that i grew up rooting for literally right. got murdered before our eyes last year and i was like that's the way it goes mm-hmm. but then somehow the 14 team playoff 12 to 16 team playoff for whatever reason i don't that's the straw that broke my back uh, i don't know why like i was like I, really like I, I think because are we the, serious i think because of the fact is that it, it went to 12 and then all of a sudden 14 so you didn't have time i mean obviously that we've known about the 12 team playoff but maybe you didn't have time to maybe you were just getting used to it maybe i guess i don't know yeah but I, when i saw it i was like huh it's Hold just on, dog. didn't y'all just say it was gonna be 12 it's all been very greedy but like this just almost feels i don't know it it's almost gross to me. Like, the conferences, like the SEC and the Big Ten, wanting more automatic bids and a bigger slice of the pie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, there's something about it that just feels That's why, you remember, I, I said it yesterday. I was like, but it's A not, lot of people it, have already been there. Like, yeah, people five it, years ago, whatever. Like, it just, feels like every college football fan gets here eventually. And for whatever reason, that one yesterday thing, with me is that, it. And that's I what know. I was saying about that, the, the whole SEC Big Ten. I was like, it just don't seem fair. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem fair. It doesn't fair. seem fair. It, it just doesn't seem fair to me. But, I mean, you know, what they say? Fair is a place where you judge the pig. Where they have pig judging contest. Right. That's you know? what the, that When you ask for fairness, yeah. that's when the rich guy laughs at you. And yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, counts that's, his money. that's just the way it is. It, it, it does seem like it's an Grow unfair. Grow up, kid, is what know, they say and, to and, you. you know, they talk about all these small programs. You know, the teams that, you know, the, the schools that you pay you know, you pretty much pay their whole damn athletic budget for the year to come up to your stadium and beat the hell out. Those are those those are gonna be few and far between. Yeah, you know. And so the sad yeah. thing though is, like, at least that was I don't know. That was a system that worked a little bit, and those schools tended to play each other and play for their own championships right. and stuff like that. Like, and, and no, no offense to like I don't know what, what's a, like an Appalachian State or something mm-hmm. like that was sort of that school for a very long time, but now like. Like Oregon State became that yeah. in one season. Yeah. Like a school that was in a Power Five conference is now. Well, hopefully you can get a couple non-conference games so they could pay your salaries. Yeah, you bums. Yeah, man, you're not welcome. Life raft, <laughs> ship sinking. You're drowning because you're well, dead. Because I don't. They didn't say 14 just to say 14. No, they said 14 so they get 16. Yes. You know what I mean? So they could get four auto bids from each of those conferences. So they could get a bigger slice of the pie. So they can make more money. So they can guarantee spots in the college football playoff. Even if the team don't deserve it, it seemed like. Just gratuitous. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, put the whole damn, just put the whole damn league in just the playoff. Just put them all in there. Yeah, just put them all in there. Yeah, just put the, put the SEC and the Big Ten in the playoff and just start there. And then we'll figure it out. Everybody else can, I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah, start your own thing. Yeah, start your own thing. Yeah, start your own thing. You guys, we, we're starting our own thing. Yeah, you guys go ahead and yeah, start, your start your own thing. Yeah, start your own thing. And then we'll play, our conferences will play each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you guys can't though. Yeah. No, y'all can't. You know, we're gonna come play y'all. Yeah, y'all we'll come play you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. can't come over yeah, here. Come over here no, don't even look at us. All right. You stay over there. Pores. Unbelievable. Don't look at me. You're making me feel poor. You're looking at me with those that poor face. Broke. Anyway, um, this hour is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing. Come back, talk a little bit more college football news and notes. That that the comment or that tweet that Adam Schefter had, pretty interesting stuff. Don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 929 the game. Back to more Andy and Randy. Andy and Randy. Yeah. On Sports Radio 929 the game. Sports Radio 929 the game, midday show with Andy and Randy with you. Trillville Thursday. 20 minutes away from an NFL no-huddle. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Um, Smoke and Joe Patrick will join us in the 1 o'clock hour today as well. Check in with him on the Falcons, as we always do on Thursdays. And we'll get back into some college football conversation in just a minute as well. Yeah, this college football game is uh, it's coming out now. Yeah. I've seen all these new things. I saw the new EA and I was thinking about this because uh, like, I, I haven't played video game in years, other than sitting there playing with my boys or something, just a quick second. They'll they'll be excited about yeah, this game, right? Yeah, they're very excited about yeah. it. And so that's why I was thinking, like, do I want to get back in it? Because I loved this game. Yes. I loved this game. Uh, you know, when the the whole thing, I love the playing the game, but everything else, I love to do the recruiting part yeah, about it. Was it was so And fun. everything like that. It was a great, At least this, great one, video this game. was going to have all the... All the all the all stuff. It's gonna yeah. have transfer portal yeah. nil. Like yeah, it's gonna have all the, all the stuff, which I think is gonna <laughs> so be. So you're gonna get to experience gonna be cool. the reality of a yeah. coach losing. It's a gonna guy. be a lot of kids crying. <laughs> he loved my team. It's gonna be. Yeah, yeah like, that's gonna be the best part. How, like, how real is too real? Like, is there gonna be? Like, is your star quarterback going to unfollow your team's social media account well, I mean, in the game, if, if this game because he's mad about the NIL money that he's getting from your fake boosters? If like, this game is anything like real life, yep. Yeah, because that's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to happen. And we're going to talk about quarterbacks unfollowing teams' Instagram accounts. We should all play in a franchise. Minutes. But here's here's the problem. That, great idea. Love it. Love where your energy is and your, <laughs> your, your head's at. I don't even have a video game console. Like, well, I could one. Uh, which, I hate when well, those say, are, we'll get you one. You yeah. going to help pay for it? Sure. What do you mean? Who's going to do for that for you? Yes. Those are like $500 or more. I'm not going to get you a brand new one. Okay. I said uh, I'll find you one. Oh, I mean, said fine. But I mean, say, well, the you energy changed. The energy changed. See, yeah, what's, yeah. What's, good about, what's good about these days, now the games are finally coming out to where they're cross-platform. Okay. So just because I have an Xbox, you know, S or whatever, I can get Wii. you an Xbox 360. Got the Wii, huh? We have a Wii. Yeah. Could we, you know. Can we get the game on the Wii? Is I don't that know. possible? I doubt it. <laughs> okay, probably yeah. not. I'm not going to – I don't have the patience to watch, play video games anymore. I don't have the time to play I, video I, games I, anymore. I got, that's the hard part. <laughs> I have plenty of time to do it. I just don't have the – I don't have the, that, the, the want to just to sit there and just play. Yeah. I don't know I, what it is. I'm, I don't know. I don't, and it was crazy because it was like an instant thing with me. Like I had all the games. I had all the consoles and all the games and everything – and I don't know what it was, Andy. It was just an immediate just halt. And I just stopped playing cold turkey and, and didn't, didn't pick one up. Unless, like I said, unless the kids are playing or something, I go and mess with them. But other than that, yeah, I just I quit cold turkey with video games. Yeah, so this game hadn't been out since, what, 2013 or 14, right? I remember, Obviously, I, I, remember I bought Isaiah one. The, the Ed O'Bannon case, and, and it's, you know, it kind of started a lot of this NIL stuff. Um, it's coming back. If players that are currently in college football want to be a part of it, they can opt in. They get six hundred bucks and mm-hmm. they get a copy of the game. That's awesome. Yes. Like, if you're a college football player, how do you not do that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I guess if you're one of like a big time guy and you want a bigger slice of the pie or something like that. But like, 
you're a backup lineman for Tulane. 600 bucks and a copy of the game? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. If you don't even want to play the game, sell the game for another 100 We talked about this Sunday night. We came to the determination of $200 was going to be enough because I would like to be in there anyway. If I'm fourth sure. on the depth chart at any position, right. yeah, put my name on the back of a jersey. And my, you're going to give me money? That's my other question for guys like Randy. Like, Do they eventually have like old school teams? Like, Can you go back and play like the 99 Georgia Bulldogs or something like that? I'm pretty sure. And if they do, then do you have to opt in and will they send you $600? I mean, yeah. Because that'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. But uh, I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. I doubt it. But, yeah, it was – I mean, that was the coolest game. Uh, and I think that, you know, it, it's – it's what am I going to – when you look at the college football landscape, it's like, okay, the $600 – they're going to want more sooner or later mm-hmm. because in 2025, the next one that comes out, mm-hmm. they're, going to, they're going to want a bigger piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. And then after that, a bigger piece of the pie. Because what they're not getting is the licensing from it. Nope. You know, that's the and if it sells a lot, yeah. you're not getting any more. It's just a flat rate. Yep. It's just an opt-in flat exactly. rate. Exactly. So, yeah, it's going to come to a time where it's going to backfire in a second. It's going to be like, uh, can we get a little bit more than $600? Right. Or, like, guys are going to want more. Like, I'm on the cover of it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get a little bit more yep. for that. Or, like, I'm the most – Used player in the game or something because like before that. They had, before they had the kid, before all you had was your number. Right. You had I mean, to pretend you didn't yeah, know who it was. Yeah. Now they're, they're actually going to have the names. Yeah. Okay. If you opt in, I would imagine yeah. they would. And probably it'll even look like them. Yeah. You okay. Know? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be like, do, do these kids, because that's the biggest thing with Madden was you got to go to the uh, simulator thing and, and like do your, you, do your gestures. They put a little suit on you and everything. Are they going to do this with all the kids? No. Oh. No. They didn't do that for all the players in the no. NFL, did they? No. Just a good one. Just a good one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're not going to. No offense, but like you're the backup linebacker. You're probably not getting the, you're not, it's like the ball suit, right? Mm-hmm. Like the little green balls and stuff. You go in the black room. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. That always looked like, that looked pretty cool to do. Yeah, it looks cool. It, lo- uh, it looks cool. Yeah, you're not, yeah. But if you're, uh, yeah, you're Jalen Milrow or somebody like that, they want to make sure they get your mannerisms correct, probably. Anyway, I mean, the, the cool thing is that the game's coming back. I know people are excited for it. You'll get it, obviously. You'll play it. Abe, will you get it and play it? I am in said boat with you. I have a Nintendo Wii okay. as well, and so probably not. We'll still get Wii Bowling out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Ashley's a big fan of Wii Bowling, and also the tennis is pretty fun. Um, all right, so here's what Adam Schefter tweeted out earlier today. This is along the lines of something that's been talked about um, over the last, I don't know, couple of months with the coaches' carousel in college football and the NFL. But Adam, Adam Schefter tweets, A trend that has emerged this winter. Many college coaches are tired of the transfer portal, the NIL money, and the new NCAA world and prefer to work in the NFL. Many college coaches have already left, and many more want to. And then a lot of other folks from the college and NFL world have chimed in and said, yeah, we've heard the same thing. Mm -hmm. We've seen that happening as well. I don't think it's a surprising trend. And I honestly, like, if if I'm an offensive coordinator in college, and I can go be an offensive coordinator in the NFL for a couple of years. Yeah, and while they figure it out, like if my heart is in college, I'm going to go back when they figure it out. Right. But right now, like, I don't have to live in this ecosystem that is – Chaotic, mm-hmm. to, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. That's, that's not like news, but it's it's interesting that it's coming from the NFL side more than the college side for the first time. Yeah, because you see it, and the only thing about there's not there's not a lot of these positions in NFL like there are in college, right? You know, and so when you look at the making the leap and everything, I'm right. I'm with you. I think you can. You, you it's more pressure. I'm thinking the NFL, anyways. But as far as all the other stuff that, that – the, the main thing is, and they'll always tell you, it's the highest level. I want to coach you at the highest level. That's true. But you don't have to deal with all the other stuff either. And I think that's one of those things. Like, I'm so happy for uh, for BMAC for getting the job down to Tampa. My only thing with BMAC is that I want – I hope it works out long term. Meaning – Who the, is this? Brian, Brian – um, oh, God. 
Not Brian McFadden. McFadden yeah. No, Brian not, McFadden. Brian, not Brian McFadden. Oh, okay. That, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. I was like, B Mac got a job. A receiver coach from Georgia. His daddy played up there. I can never, oh, okay. I was a good fan. Anyways, if he goes down there and he gets the job, he got the job as a wide receiver coach. Left Georgia, went to be the wide receiver coach down there in Tampa. And the only thing is, is that whenever you go take a job, these jobs with coaches that are maybe in a situation with a Todd Bowles. Right. And it doesn't work out. Brian McClendon. Yeah, thank you. Got it. And you and all of a sudden you're back on. Now Brian, he's 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 a he is a savant recruiter, everything like that. So if it don't work, he'll have a job the next day because right. it's just that good. It's just always that right there. You, Whenever you leave the college game, you want to be able to to, um, to hit your wagon to somebody with maybe some longevity. How, sure. how Grubbs did with the Seattle. Sure. You know, your first-year coach, not going to – you know what I'm saying? We can might work these things out. That's the only thing I worry about would be – but, uh, I mean, he's a hell of a, he's a, hell of a coach. And, yeah. You know, he's – and, you know, there's this thing – you know, Georgia keep losing their coach. I don't know if this Del, Del McGee thing is not official to Georgia State, but yeah, the room the rumor, the rumor is, is is that Del McGee, yes, who's but, the running backs coach yes, at Georgia, yes, right, and a yes. great recruiter, and he's been there for a it, while. It's a damn shame that it's been this long. Yeah, <laughs> that, the yeah. rumor is that yeah. he may become the next head coach yeah. at Georgia State. Yeah. Obviously, Georgia State lost their head yeah. coach last week to go become the tight ends coach at South Carolina, mm-hmm. which is unusual and not something that you see very often. Maybe family related. Maybe it's related to this as well. Um, and all this to say, like, I'm not surprised to hear that this is happening. I'm also not, you know, okay, tough. College football coaching has been hard. It's yeah. harder. It ain't been this hard. No, <laughs> it, it, been this it hard. hasn't, but, no. you know, you get paid for it. Yeah, so exactly. You get paid tough, a lot of money. Tough break. So and I don't either deal with it or don't. And, and if you don't want to deal with it, is, then don't deal with it. Because somebody else will. But, like, the way that it's being re- – exactly. Yeah, like, every, every job that vacates somebody, somebody will, will be fill filled yes. by someone who's incredibly yes. – talented and deserving mm-hmm. and qualified and all of that sorts of things. So like, yes, it's definitely an interesting thing that's happening. What people are trying to make it is a crisis, which it is not. No, there, there, no, are, no. there are plenty it, 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 of people it, lining crisis. up to take all these jobs. It's a crisis because the kids are getting paid. That's why it's, it's a not a crisis. It's not a crisis. There's no crisis. No, it's harder than it had. It's harder than it has been because of the fact is that you're being held ransom. It's a, it's these are ransom meetings. No, no. And, question. and it's every year. And it's always, you know, well, I know I got that this year, but what can I get this year? Yeah, the system sucks. There's no yeah. question about it. The way, like, the way that it's been implemented has been a disaster. College football did a really, really bad job by dragging their feet as long as they did and then letting it happen the way that it did. But also, it's not this, like, grave... I don't know. Crisis again is the same. It's not. It's not this crazy thing that's going to ruin football the way that people make it sound. Like it's not good, and they should fix it. But it's also not that big of a deal, and it's probably going to be okay. Uh, like there's multiple things that could be true at once. You yeah, know what I mean? I agree. With like you. college football screwed it up, and they'll probably fix it. Um, but you know, you, the people that are what still is the spilling a lot of what is the fix part? Well, just make it so every single year the guy doesn't go to the coaching staff and demand this when he already had that. Yeah, I mean, maybe you can agree to something that's a little bit more. My biggest thing is going to be when is it going to be because as long as the money's flowing, this problem's going to be there. When do the people that give the money be like, hey man, bump that? I don't know. When does that start happening? I I don't know. I I think that'd be. I think that's the one thing that that you obviously don't want the people to not give you the money. But when are they? When are those people the ones that are giving these coaches this money? These whatever it is. Yeah, the collectives. The collectives or whatever. The guys, people who donate to them. And then they keep on saying, okay, you asked me for this amount of money for this right. for said player. More. Right. And now you want this amount for mm-hmm. said player or he's going to leave. Yeah. Especially I, ones that ain't done nothing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I could see an individual getting burned out. But, again, just like I think there's another college coach 
or five waiting in line that are going to be willing to take that spot. I think there's enough rich boosters at most big programs that are like, all right, that guy's NIL money's not there. All right, I'll step up and be the big booster now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's never been an issue getting bag money to these kids. Yeah. You but know, I, I, I was I, again. I was I, I played in the in the in the uh, duffel bag era. I did. These bags ain't been this big. No, they're not. Yeah, they no, ain't been this big. They, they, they have yeah. been. Yeah, they went. They went this big. Certainly not as consistently this yeah, big. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully the fix is. The money coming from the NIL doesn't have to come from boosters or, or fans. Or it might, you know what? It might happen. It comes from it, the TV revenue. But the thing about it is it, it, the, the fixing part about it, do you fix it by allowing the school, actual school themselves to pay them? Yeah. Do you sign contracts yeah. and everything like yeah, that? Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's exactly what it is. That's, that's when there's a real actual, like, structure <laughs> like when that stuff happens yeah. and there's and there's structure and there's contracts and there's collective bargaining basically when it actually becomes professional which it is but it becomes professional and they're honest about it then a lot of this stuff will get fixed which it's going to happen like this is going to happen in the next five years or so is this going to be you know all these little ridiculous bumps in the road along the way because that's how college sports do things we'll come back we'll get to an nfl no huddle to kick off the noon hour sports radio 92.9 the game call from mom answer it Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah. 
Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy. Trillville Thursday, as you can clearly hear. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. A lot of football over the next 45 minutes. NFL football, that is. We'll get to an NFL no huddle in just a minute. Some Falcons free agent conversation in about 20 minutes as well. And then the back page with Bo coming up at 1240. Okay, I was trying to – okay, I got it back. They have CBS Sports Top 25 NBA players. All right. All right. Uh, Currently? Yes. Okay. This season. This season, trade okay. number 25 wow. on the list. Behind yeah. Victor, Wimbiata, Maxi. Uh, Gobert, Marketing, Sabonis. Yeah, Marketing. Yeah, I got Marketing right. at at twenty one. All right. Yeah, uh, Paul George. All the, and all of those. Got LeBron at sixteen. Okay. Got Donovan Mitchell at eight. Okay. Yeah, Mitchell's he, balling. He's balling. He's been absolutely balling. Devin Booker nine. Jason Tatum ten. Okay. So I mean, it, it looks like I mean just the typical Joe Embiid's one. Jokic is two. Okay. Yeah, which, which that's going to change. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, with Giannis and Shea. Uh, rounding out and Luca rounding out the top five. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, sounds about right. Yeah, because I, I, I asked that because they're trying to this this question about who could be the face of the league and everything. Once oh. LeBron and, and Steph and KD, and I was like, I know the personality wise, who would want it because it's one of the things where you got to embrace it. You know, you can't run from it. And everything. Right. Like, even though you might be one of the best, LeBron's been the face of yes. the league since what? Since two thousand ten. I don't know. When, no, when, way before that. Well, I think Kobe, that. Kobe wasn't the face of the league. No. Oh, because the league kind of didn't let him be the face yes, of the league. after, after yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah, okay. No, so, I think LeBron, since, maybe since like 07? Yeah. Like 08, 04, maybe. 04? That was his first year. The first year of That was his rookie year. I thought it was the rookie year. 03, 04. Yeah. That was his rookie season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, and I was thinking like, who would? Like Shaq maybe for a little yeah. bit. Like LeBron he, wasn't the face of the league his second season. Once, I, once it was determined that he was that dude. Which they, was during no, his rookie but year. He didn't win a they championship were. until 2011. But they all in like, on him, though. No, trust me, I get it. Like, he was I've, the future, and you knew it immediately. I understand that, but like the the, the face of the league. Well, I'm trying to think. Like I think uh, Shaq uh, still had a claim to that because he won a championship. Shaq, in like was Shaq ever the face of the league? I think so. Okay. I would say I never viewed him that way. He was sort of like uh, as as it transitioned from. Clearly, it was Michael Jordan. Yes, okay. Yes. And then it was even Michael Jordan after it wasn't Michael Jordan yes. for a while because they didn't want it to be Allen Iverson. Right. And then they didn't really want it to be Kobe. And then I don't know. I think I think it was Shaq yeah. for I thought, a time I, he, he when was he was in most, Los Angeles. He was the best player, dominant. Yeah. Because I always look at when you look at the face. I think when you when you say the face of a league, especially in the NBA, you look at him as. Like at that as the leadership of it. Like if LeBron wanted to play harder in the NBA All Star game, they probably they play harder. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. If LeBron played harder, if he in the played NBA exactly. Game. If he played harder, yeah. you know what I mean. No, Le- LeBron like that, has like been follow, like, right. the, the, like the, the people would follow him. Okay, that's an interesting way to put it. Like like who's got the most influence over the league? Did Shaq ever have that type of influence over the league? Obviously, Jordan did. Right. I think Kobe did. I mean, of course. I, I think I think maybe the league didn't promote him that way because they were worried about the blowback from a PR mm-hmm. standpoint, all right. that kind of stuff. But like. When Kobe was in the All-Star game, I mean, it's a very popular thing right now because the All-Star game is such a joke to show that clip of Kobe locking LeBron up. Yep. And I think that's why LeBron doesn't play hard in the All-Star yep. game. Because Kobe, Kobe was, was like, ah, he, he embarrassed Kobe, me. I didn't Kobe like was, this. Kobe was getting after me. No one game. should have to go through that. Yeah. Like, And so from then on, everybody just kind of vibed out and chilled and scored 200 points and just kicked their feet up. Okay, so the next guy would be who? I think personality, game-wise, I see Ant-Man. You know, he has that personality. Like, Shea Gilders don't have that personality. Tough to be the face of the league in Minnesota. It is. And that's the thing about it. Where location is a lot of things. But LeBron was a face in Cleveland. True. You know, but he was LeBron. He you was know, LeBron. It, it was, yeah, it was just that's a true. Different. He came in with all the hype and everything like that. But, you know, 
It do, does the face of the league have to be an American-born player? Um, I don't think so. I, I Honestly, I think the face of the league right now probably shouldn't be an American-born right. player right. based on what the league is. Like, what, the last five MVPs, I think right. they've been non-American-born players. Right. I think, I don't know. Like, okay, so say LeBron, KD, and Steph all retire at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen, but R- say it does. Right. Who's the face of the league next year? Giannis? Probably. 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 Yeah. I mean, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Now, he's in Milwaukee, so I guess you can be you can be the face of the league in a, in a small yeah. market. Um, I mean, Jokic is the guy. But he don't want to be. No, he doesn't. That's yeah, true. He's that's not interested. He don't want to be. That's true. Yeah, he, Jokic's like, damn, I got to go back to Denver. He <laughs> won a championship, bought me like five new horses. God, this is so much better. <laughs> Serbia is so much better. I'm going to stay over here and just yeah, hang out. Yeah. All right, if I must, I'll go back All to being right, the best I, player yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, fine. Here I come. Yeah, but like it really is. It's like uh, it's like Embiid, it's Giannis, it's it's Jokic, it's. I mean, I guess there's some young guys that could emerge in right. that way. Like, you know, I mean, Luca. They, they, they the NBA wants it to be Luca. Yeah. There's no question about that, and he's got the personality for it as well. But like, if it is, if it's an American player, that would be the next guy to take that over. I don't know who it is. I mean, I guess Ant Man. I guess. He's going to have to take his game to an entirely another, another level. level. And they're going to have to do some stuff in the playoffs level. first. A whole nother level. Um, I mean, Tatum. I don't I know, saying, I don't know don't, if Tatum really has that personality. personality either. Yeah. He doesn't have the personality. You no. know? I mean, that's why I was like, I don't know who it would be. I, re- I really, really don't. But I think it would be just a collective type thing. Because they kind of went through a collective type thing when Mike left. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was a collective type best player personality, AI era. You know, obviously Kobe and, and those guys. It might be like that. It might not be that one alpha dog. Because people looked at, at Braun as the alpha of the NBA. Now, his games went down, but yet you still see how people vote him in the All-Star game, how they buy his jerseys, how he still, you know, when he comes to town, they buy all the tickets to see the Lakers. And obviously the Laker brand helps. Yeah. But, I mean. But they were doing that when he played for Cleveland. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you'd, exactly. Go, you'd go over there to State Farm. Yes. And it, it, it would be Hawks and, and Cavs. And it would be sold out. Yes. To see LeBron play. Yes. So, Bron, yeah. my, Braun got Braun, – Braun made – Made Miami Heat fan get the game early. You know what I'm saying? When he was with, <laughs> he was with, when he was with Cleveland. Couldn't make him stay to the end. He didn't make him stay to the end. Every no, game. When, when he was with Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Like, got you know, it. Got yeah. it. <laughs> even Heat fan got to the game on time. Yeah. And that's something. Yeah. <laughs> that's something. There? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's an interesting question. That's an interesting question. It seems like it probably should be an international player just based on where the league's at right now. But do they want that to be the case? I really don't know. All right. Let's get to an NFL no huddle. We're going no huddle. With the Midday Show No Huddle. The best the NFL has to offer. Go now, let's go! NFL No Huddle every single day to kick off the noon hour. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. All right, let's do it. We We haven't played it yet. I don't even really think we've talked about it yet. We made reference to it in the last hour sort of in making fun of all of the features that might be in the new NCAA game. If they want to make it realistic, mm. your star player might unfollow you on social media. As I, I didn't even know that this had happened until Justin Fields was asked about it on the 33rd Team podcast, which is hosted by the St. Brown brothers, Amon Ra and Equinemius. Phenomenal names yes. in that family. Um, they asked him about unfollowing the Bears, and here's what he said. Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like, why are you, why are you unfollowing the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears. It's not, I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. 
Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with her. That's true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, so you're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them? Man, it's not even like that. Ah, okay, It's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no Mm. football. And guess what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's either Keith Fields. We want Fields. See the draft, Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over. Man, I know. You got I, the first crack at I, it. I, I have I have a child, children, same age, close to the age of just. So this is how they interact with each other, with the bro and all that other crap. I'll be honest with you. Children was the first word that came to mind when I listened yeah, to that. Yeah, because I have children that age. So yes. I got to put myself, get myself out of that got, you know, mode. Um, he did say he wanted to stay in Chicago. But the whole taking social media so serious, dude, you know what the hell you were doing. Yeah. Okay, stop. You knew what the hell you were doing, and you knew what kind of reaction it was going to cause because you wanted it that way. You wanted people to talk about you. Stop telling me you're about to go on vacation because I'm going to say the same thing I said about Micah Parsons yesterday. Take your ass on vacation. Then just go on then vacation. Then go on vacation. Yeah. The less you talk right, the vacation. less you talk right now, the better for you. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to hurt you. Just, it's not going to hurt him. Just go away. But it's not going to help him. Yeah, just go. Just, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just go away. That's why. That, that's the one thing about this cat that I mm, – he drives me damn crazy. Justin Fields. Yes. It's one little thing. I don't know. Mm. He's uber talented. No doubt. Uber, uber talented. Uber talented. He's a talented young man. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I would love for him to be in a Falcons uniform. So let me get that out the way. I would love to see that. Yeah. But I don't think he's as good as he think he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's I think that's fair to say. Yeah, because if he is, then he, I'm saying, I'm going by the product. The boy is uberly out, out, uh, talented. Can do everything on the football field. Why the Bears keep picking them more? I know they got no weapons or nothing. Well, this is because the Panthers. I know, but I'm saying there's plenty of teams without weapons. There's plenty of teams where in a worse situation he was. But I think their record had him pick. Has him picking nine. I know, but I'm just saying, dog. That's just me. You know what I mean? That's just me, dog. I don't know, but that that stuff like that just annoys me. Yes, it ain't the old man or that like that. Just like, no, I feel like an old man. Yeah, just go away, man. It it does. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. It makes me feel old. I understand when I react to because I can understand what he's coming to because he's because it is unfair to Justin to be in this situation. Meaning, bears, just just do this. Let me go. Yeah, let me go, man. But like, let me go. (laughs) My thing is, it's just so easy to, and maybe it isn't. Maybe it's easy for me to say as someone who's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up without social media, yeah. so. But like, the whole crap well, about I, the whole just crap. Put your, put your phone down for five. That's seconds. it. Just go on vacation and don't crap. look at it. This dude, this dude just said people take social media too serious, and then talked about why he takes it so serious. And like then he kick. prefaced the thing by saying, "I'm glad you asked." <laughs> Yeah. And then talked about why it's dumb that anyone and would then ask. You gonna snitch on your boy? And then like, you, like you do. <laughs> like how you know? How you gonna, like for real? Yeah. How you gonna then come back and say, "Well, I got a girlfriend." That's how I know. You know you that's know how I know I'm old yeah. because I have not had Instagram longer than I've been with my wife. Yeah. I got Instagram because my wife, who my girlfriend at the time, was like, "Hey, you should get on Instagram." Yeah. And I was like, "Why? I'm on Facebook. Like What's the difference? It's dumb." Like he snit, like then he gonna go snit like your boy. Like I, said, I think Jessica is, is a really good prospect. All right, that has a lot of work to do. But for for me to sit here and say you drop him in and obviously you tie contenders, I don't see that because I've not seen that enough consistently from him. Right. You know. But this <laughs> Here, one, here's the thing though, like yeah. the, like my reaction to him saying that is very similar to my reaction to any athlete his age talking about yeah, this. Yeah, that's why I was like. Because it does, yeah. that, that doesn't make him unique. No, Like that clip right doesn't. there, while it is maybe annoying to some, 
you ask almost any player a question about social media, you're going to get a similar like type of response yeah. to that. So the thing that makes him unique is how talented he is. Yeah, right? he, he is so talented. So, so talented. Holding against him his social media behaviors and or opinions. They all do that. It's unfair because they're all the same. They're all the, that's why I said. That's why I purpose I said because I got kids yeah. your age. You know, all of them are the same. They all act the same they're way. They're all the same. Which, which is nothing wrong with that. That's just how this, is how this generation acts. But don't sit up here and try and say – that people are making a big deal out of it when you absolutely know this is how all y'all communicate yeah. in the sports industry with your with your organization when you're mad about a contract, which you do, you unfollow, you take everything down <laughs> so you can get so that, so that's like a threat. This is a threat in today's thing. That's what it is. This is what they. This is what all athletes do. Also, though, so, like, so that's what I'm saying. It's not. That's why I said it's not a big deal because that's, that's what they all do. But don't you acknowledge that it's not a big deal? Don't you think though too? If you were sleeping with a girl and you were young. She would want you to follow her on Instagram, but then that's again. But that's like it I'm, feels like that comes because, up because if, he, if I don't know which one of them got a lady, but you know they listen to it now. That's what they gonna. That's what they. Gonna, that's what you done put that in your woman's exactly. Now you process. put that out there into the atmosphere. Oh, so he ain't follow because one thing about it is I'm not. A, I'm not a go through follower person. I don't. Even, I ain't got time for that. Don't even. Know but how. you know who does have that? Well, you put like put some like that in your woman's uh, thought process because I bet right now whether it's his lady or one of the mother boys' lady, I bet she was going through all this damn Searching follow, followers, now. followers, not followers or follow. followings. Yeah, yeah followers. Who, uh, who, who it is? <laughs> who is this? No, but I guess that's the that's the reason for not following them. Yeah, right. Because then you can't exactly exactly I, again. You can't be caught again. Ain't in the game like that. No, ain't in the game. Ain't in the game like that. Been out of the game a yeah, while. Now. Ain't in the game like that. But yeah, just. Proudly. I need the Bears and Herb to get this done. Hopefully never get back in the I, game. I, I need the Bears and Herb to get this done. Yeah, unfortunately yeah. they can't. They can't. Like I nothing know. can happen. I mean, they, no, they can, in principle. Well, I guess, they, yeah, they can in agree principle, in principle. In principle. Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing of what I say is not the thing with just And I understand what he's saying because of the fact is that it is the number one story. If he was a wide receiver, nobody would give a damn. But he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback, and they get that. They get the more publicity and all yeah, those things. But you know who doesn't want this to get done anytime soon? Who? The NFL. They, oh, no, they love it. it. They need it. They love it. It's the number one story on both of our TVs yeah. right now. Oh like, <laughs> Justin Fields, go Justin Fields talked about on social media vacation. on a podcast. Uh, but we go just talked about it, so I guess I can't be mad at them for talking about vacation, it. Maybe man. I am mad at myself for talking about it. Uh, let's talk about Falcons free agency, non-Justin Fields edition, coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, check this out. You already know this Trillville. Yes, sir. You know you listening to Andy and Randy on a Trillville Thursday on what? 92.9. The game. Let's go. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Trillville Thursday, 20 minutes away from the back page with Bo. Get into a couple of different Falcons free agent conversations in just a minute. Um, the NBA made very clear how they felt about their their weekend in yeah. Indianapolis, yeah. did they not? Yeah, they did. Uh, almost immediately uh, announcing the new requirements for uh, hosting an All-Star game. I guess Indiana didn't quite have all the amenities that they were looking for. Right. Uh, if you want an All-Star game from here on out, you have to meet these three criteria. 7,250 hotel rooms and a minimum of three five-star hotels, mm -hmm. a convention center of 650,000 square feet of exhibition space, mm -hmm. and 75 nonstop domestic flights and at least 20 international flights. Yeah, man. Hey. Atlanta's got all that, but that's what I'm saying, dog. And and because I was like, we were just spitballing and everything. I was a lot like, of NBA. When's the last time Miami 
Because Miami Miami has that, obviously. Yeah, but Miami has a, Miami has a, had an NBA All Star game since 1990. <laughs> Which I was like, really? That's uh, yeah. That's are, what, are they worried? I don't know. Too much fun? I don't know. Because that's I, what you were saying about yeah, the Atlanta All Star game. Dude, I was here for that. <laughs> I, I I was here, had a little bread in my pocket, you know. Sure, yeah, you were in the bread, NFL. Yeah, a little bread, dude. This place was bonkers. I mean, you couldn't go nowhere. It was just, it was, because we we stayed down in Lenox, and so we went over to the mall. I mean, it was like it, you, you couldn't move. It was so many damn people in Lenox Mall, but everywhere you went, it was just packed in this damn city. Every like, oh, we go to no people over there you, because the thing about it is people think, well, I know anybody over there. No, everybody was over there. Dude. If you were thinking that, yeah, somebody else so, thought somebody it. else was. Dude, it was crazy <laughs> as hell here in Atlanta during that damn that weekend. But like Just, that, but that's what they want, right? Yeah, like of events you do. like that, you bring yeah. thousands and thousands. That means money for the for the city yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. Damn, there's so many damn people here. I bet. Yeah, I bet it was insane. <laughs> but that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. So it hadn't been back. Yeah. Um, but I mean that those requirements right there. I mean those. They do it. Does a couple of things. Like it basically tells the cities that don't have it, the game up it. your game. Yes. Like if you want an all star game, here's the things that you have to have. That, but, that's hard though. But <laughs> like, that's the thing about some it. Some of that is, stuff you can't just be like, all right, now but, we got to come up with. But that's the crazy thing about it, Bunk. Is like, would you rather an NBA all star game or a damn Super Bowl? Uh, well, Super Bowl. Okay. But but yeah, not every NBA city has a has exactly. An NFL team. But the thing about it is, what the, what the NBA does, the NBA All Star especially, and we had this conversation. The NBA All Star brings out a different. As far as entertainment, entertainers, sure. yeah. uh, hooch, hoochies. Yeah, you right. Know. There's some ladies, they're going to make some money. Yeah, you know what I mean? Stuff sure. like that. That's what it brings out. But that right there, I mean. Super Bowl does too. Super Bowl does too. But the NBA got, it didn't be a little different. Yeah, it's different. It's a little different. Yeah, it's different. A little different clientele. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I just. They don't have that on the list. Yeah, I just remember. <laughs> Number four. I just, I just remember that. That was the 5, craziest hookers. time. Because that's the thing about it is, is that they. Like they come in from everywhere, right? Like they, I mean, they come to. It, I know. I just remember. This yeah. makes me think yeah. back to working in a market that was NBA only. Mm-hmm. It was, and they had an NBA team. Very proud of it in Portland, as they should be. Great fan base and all that kind of stuff. They can't have an All Star game. No. They don't have that stuff. No, <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have all those things. Um, but then it's like, all right. So then there's pressure from the franchise on the city to be like, all right, if we want to have an event like this, we got to build a bigger convention center. Mm-hmm. And the city's like. Really, like you're gonna, we're gonna use taxpayer dollars to mm-hmm. build a bigger convention center, so maybe we might get an All Star yeah. game at some point in the next ten years. Yeah, man. I don't think we're gonna do that. But I mean, if that's the thing about it, because what I'm saying, like it's it's uh, the it'll never back in Indiana. If they said if they put yeah. them out there right there, that that's means that, what they said. That, yeah. No, you ain't gonna. And there was people complaining about it throughout the weekend. I know, like Barkley and and Draymond were like making fun of it on the alt cast, and then Barkley said some stuff about San Francisco, which is oh no, yeah, it's not nice. Oh, no, <laughs> is it like if he went Charles Barkley, he might get reprimanded? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, okay. very much. Like oh, okay. if he, he said <laughs> something about he basically said like Draymond was like we don't ever need to come back to Indy. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, and Barkley was like, why? So we can go to San Francisco and see all the homeless criminals or something? Oh, I was like, no. Damn, Chuck, come on, man. No. Those people don't want to be homeless. Like, no. You got five houses, maybe let them live with you. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was not, not like, there was a lot of comments from people that I really like over All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on, guys. Right. Like, let's just make this event positive and fun. Like, we don't have to. Have to make it suck, but I guess sometimes people have to make stuff suck. Anyway, uh, NFL free agency is right around the corner, Randy. The combine is next week, yes, which is very exciting as well. And it sounds like we're going to get a chance to talk to some very important Falcons employees yes. next week too. We'll tell you who when we can officially tell you who, but it sounds like we're going to get a chance to talk to some Falcons folks uh, next week from the combine. But it should be fun. It's always fun to see these guys go up there and and work out, maybe up their stock and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But free agency, to me, is the next really interesting portion of the offseason. The Falcons are going to be aggressive again. Like I I think they're going to have an opportunity to be aggressive in free agency. Do you think they'll spend more money offensively or defensively in free agency? Defensively. I think so, too. Go get you you a high-end defensive player. Right, because that's basically the question there is essentially, do you think they're going to spend on a quarterback, which I don't think they're going to do. I I think they're either going to draft a guy or trade for Justin Fields. Um, If they don't spend on a quarterback, then that leaves even more money. Yeah, I mean, it's an edge rusher. It's a guy in the secondary. Yeah, go get you you a high-end, if you can, high-end defensive lineman. So here's the highest-end one. If he's available, Chris Jones. Yes. Chris Jones is, is very high end. But you're uh, not going to get Kansas City would be crazy to let him go. They would be crazy to let him go. Josh Allen from Jacksonville. Yes. He's a high end. But he's 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 their number one priority. Player that can get he's to a, the he, quarterback. He's their number one priority. What about Justin Matabuki, the guy from Baltimore? Hell yeah. He's a baller. Hell he's an yeah. Absolute stud. Go get him. Okay. Hell yeah. 13, 13 and a half sacks from a D tackle spot. Yeah, from the interior. Go get him. Yeah. Pl- yeah. Anyway, uh, Daniil Hunter. I mean, we've talked about yes. him for years now. Yes. He's actually finally going to be available. Yes. He had 17 sacks last But you're not going to have to pay him what you have to pay him. Like, like you're going to have to pay him $20 million a year at least. Okay. At least $20 million Well, a year. if he's going to get me 17 yes. sacks, Go then I'll him. pay him $20 million I don't give a damn about no cap space. Yes. No, no, no. I don't pay him. Yes. What about in the secondary? What do you think they do? Do you think they, they target uh, a safety and spend big? Because last year, obviously, they spent big money on, on Jesse Bates. Or do you go spend on another corner? Because I think, you know. Okuda was fine at Okuda times, okay. but obviously you have to you have to uh, you have to do better. But this thing about it is, when you talk about the corner, we talking about Sneed corner that that kind of corner because that's the top of the list. Because that's top of the list. But Jay, gotta, Jalen Johnson's out there. Jay, I don't think the Bears the Bears are not going to let him go. Okay, you you, you know he's too young okay. for them to let him go. So Sneed, um, but they got to find another corner. Mm-hmm. I think that safety wise, you know, Kendall you, Fuller. Kendall Fuller is a damn. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. He's a good player, and he won't come as much like like Sneed and them. Sneed them going to be like behind Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, they're slot. Sneed's going to get a yeah. ton of money. Yeah, he's going to be like that. I don't think Fuller's going to get up there. What do you do with your young corner on your team? That's a great question. Pay you know, him. What do you do with the young guy on your team? That pay plays him. But how much do you pay him? Exactly. Because he's not going to reset the market. No. I don't think. But he's going to get a lot. But he's going to get a lot. Yeah. And he's played really well. Yes. He's gonna a- get a, AJ Terrell. He's going to get a lot. He's, he's going to get a lot. But my first priority with my, with my free agent dollars, I'm going to find me a, uh, a damn war daddy up front. Mm-hmm. Going to get me one of them dudes. I mean, obviously, we talk about Brian Burns. Looks like he's going to get franchised. Yeah, it looks like he's going to get franchised. Josh, Josh Allen's going to get franchised. They're not going to let Josh Allen walk out of the door. No. 
He's, so he'll get franchise. No, and the thing about them is they're good. Yes. Like the the Brian Burns situation is yes. they're just they're not good, and, and there's so much. And he turned down trade last right year. There. He turned down trade last year because we're gonna try and trade him. Uh, with the franchise, because remember he held out. Remember that we were on Brian Burns look the week of the game. And yeah, everything. we were hoping he wouldn't play. Hoping he wouldn't play. And you then saw, you know what he did? Wrecked the whole wrecked first, the whole half, first of that game. half of the game. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, but I mean yeah, go get go get you one of them, them thing now. The, the, how the Ravens do business, I, d- I doubt they're going to let big man go in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I know you spent money on David Onyemana last year. Got possibly Grady coming back. I get all that. But go get you some. Go get you one of them dudes that. When you look at league leaders in sacks, they're at least in the top five. Mm-hmm. Go get one of them guys. Yeah, because you can afford it. Yeah, because I also <laughs> think that you have you have guys that can be really good, like second edge rushers, third edge edge rushers right. on your team right now. Yeah, like Arnold Abikidi is a really solid player. Yeah, I don't think he's ever going to be like contending for the league lead in sacks. Yeah. No offense, like yeah. that, that. Not but, very many people but do then, that. But then, the, but I think he's <laughs> if you have a guy like a Daniel Hunter or someone like yeah. that on the other side, yeah. I think that helps him and out it, a lot. And you and you'll hear a lot of different things. And the biggest thing that you'll hear about Daniel Hunter and guys like that is the scheme fit, because they're going to a three four. Daniel Hunter can play in any damn scheme. Just put him on the edge and put let him, him on the edge. The go run after. The, let, <laughs> yeah. him, let him go wreck some stuff. Yeah, tell them not to worry about what's going on inside yeah, of it. Yeah, let them go wreck some go stuff. Go get the quarterback. Go wreck some stuff, man. But yeah, the, I would spend my if I'm the if I'm these guys and I'm not, I would say let's go find us a high end that wants to come here, pass rusher. Me too. Now I've said that for yes. every off season yes. that we've worked yes. together. I've also said draft the best edge rusher uh, with your. Top draft but that's the thing about every it. year if that you, if we've you do, worked say together. They, 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 they get, haven't done they, one of those say things. first, they do get the quarterback. Okay, you're sitting in a prime spot at eight to get you the kid from UCLA or – Yeah, uh, if, if you get Justin if Fields. You, if you, that's what I say. If you're able to get Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. If you trade up to get Caleb Williams or yeah. even if you had to trade up to number three to get to get uh, Jaden, like then you're not going to be able to address pass rush at all early. No. Now you address quarterback, yep. so you're good with that. But yeah, like that, that to me, that's one of the other benefits of, of getting Justin Fields is you still have that first round draft pick. You can still take Dallas Turner mm-hmm. out of Alabama. Oh, uh, I was forgetting about him. Yeah. Latu out of UCLA, who's a really nice yes. player. Yes. Um, Jared Verse, we'll see what he looks like when he gets to the combine. But yeah, Jared Verse is sort of, it seems like he's dropping a little bit in some of his stock. I'm just like, but, I, think he, I think Jared Verse is a good player. I'm just like me, I'm like, I think he's a mid, mid first round. Okay. I think it's first round, definitely. I just think he's a mid first rounder. But. If if Latu goes in the top ten, and Roma Dunze goes in the top ten, do I get to claim that two Huskies got drafted in the top ten? Uh, I think it depends on when his name is called. I mean, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Because Latu did play at Washington. Yeah, that's why right. you can do whatever the hell you want to. He transferred to UCLA. I was just thinking it'd be I more or less. If you regretted you know, that, if you would, um, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn, ship. Yeah, could have stayed. Could have stayed. Could have been, been on the, the team. Could have could could helped us win the national championship. Could have been on it. They needed another pass rusher. Yeah, dang it. That would have been the difference. Thanks a lot, Latu. Hopefully got a lot of NIL money down there. Probably did. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to the back page with Bo after this. Thanks for being with us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What it is, Atlanta. Happy Trivia Thursday. Happy Trivia Thursday to all the 92.9 The Game listeners out there. And now. Welcome back, Andy and Randy. Yes, sir. National Margarita. I would have thought that would be uh, Cinco de Mayo. National Margarita Day. Uh, um, yeah, uh, you know what? Um, I saw the news the other day. Say uh, Thursday, yeah. so it must be Tuesday. They said it was National Breakup Day, and I was thinking about it. Why would you have National Breakup Day 
after Valentine's Day. Wouldn't yeah. you want to have it before? Do people a favor. Have yeah, it be have like before. February 10th or something. I wish I, I mean. Save some people some money. You know, there, you know there's certain, and, and I'm not one of those, I'm not a person who is, um, what do you call them, Indian givers? Then we got like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. If I give you something, I'm not gonna come take it back or something like that. And I think that, you know, it. it well, hold on, it, just, it depends. Like, it just depends. I should let me. De- <sighs> Within reason, like, I'm gonna have to come get my car. Sure. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't think we're supposed to say that anymore. What's that? That was the term. Oh, it's okay. Or we're learning. Or the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or like certain 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 property yeah, yeah. of a certain value. Yeah, I gotta come get back. If it's been given, yeah. then maybe well, it gets about, returned about, about, upon like, breakup. Like, like Valentine's Day. She break up with you on the Valentine's Day, right? You don't get the chocolates back. You don't get that back. No, nah, she can eat the chocolates. But if you give her like a tennis bracelet. How long you been together? <laughs> What's that your financial situation? That ain't the that ain't the point. Yeah, no. How much does a tennis bracelet cost? Well, I mean it, a lot. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. Very costly. Okay. It's very like, get, let me get mine back. It's like, you know, everybody's been through breakups where, you know, she's got like your sweatshirt or something. It's like, you know what? I'd like to have that back. Yes. You used to wear that sweatshirt when you came over. Yeah. And that's fine, but I want it. That's my favorite. I want got my Letterman back. So, yeah. Like, I will, yeah. I'm sometimes like, when that happens. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, I know we, we broke up. We were, we were together in high school and everything, but because uh, my boys, they were still, hey, y'all, she's still wearing the coat. Like, huh? Got to get that back. I got to go get my coat back. Yeah, I don't want everybody. We, we broke up. Sure. Plus, also, you probably yeah. want it. It wasn't even I wanted it. I didn't want people. To, I didn't want you. Oh, to yeah. Have you it. don't have. Yeah, I don't want you wearing my leather around high school. We ain't sure. together no more. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so, yeah, I went down there and got it. I gave it my sister, matter of fact. But, yeah, I'm just thinking, like, break up, like, after a birthday. She break up with you. Like, what all do you get back? Like, I ain't going to take your clothes back. I can't fit them. Sure. But, you know, but, like. I could sell them purses. <laughs> <laughs> I could put them on, on Etsy. <laughs> or or what was it in, in Etsy? Uh yeah, that's one. I don't know. My wife sells stuff on uh I don't know what it's called. Uh fa- I mean Facebook Marketplace sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know what the protocol is on that. Yeah. Um being that I've never bought anyone an expensive <laughs> gift before and I'm friends with all the people that I broke up with, I never had to go through that. For the most part, except for that one girl that wouldn't didn't want to give that sweatshirt back. She won't give you sweatshirt. But I got it back. What sweatshirt? It was a hoodie that she took. I was like, look, I like that hoodie. Uh-huh. It was, you know, whatever. She, We're she not want, dating anymore. She I want to it remind back. you of her. I don't know. I think she was just comfortable, or maybe she was trying to be greedy. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I just wanted that hoodie back. Right. And I got it, and it was fine. It ended up being okay. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a tough negotiation for a minute. How are you going to negotiate your stuff? Oh, I said, I want that. Do you have my hoodie? Right? I think you would wear it sometimes. Do you have it? Uh-huh. He's like, no, I don't have that. And I was like, well, I don't have it either. Right. And I think you do have it. Right. Would you mind looking again, please? Uh-huh. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I do have it. Do you want me to bring it by? And I was like, yeah, bring it by when I'm not here. And then so she what left What if she would have cut it up? That would have sucked. Yeah. But it, like, it wasn't some fancy thing. It was like a Vans sweatshirt or something. Then why did you need it back so I just liked it. Oh, and okay. I wanted it back. I'm just it was curious. just a sweatshirt that I'm just I curious. Like I said, I, there's a couple things. Because I, 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 I was never a... Uh, 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 Never like that. I've never got my car keyed, slashed, no, me either. clothes cut up, put out, or nothing. No. You know, now I had partners. Man, really, come look what you did to my car. I kept telling you to leave this girl alone. Yeah. <laughs> I kept telling you, dog. There weren't any like warning signs yeah, that, that that might that, happen. Dude, of course there there's were. always warning signs. Of course signs. There there's were. always warning signs to a keyer. 
All right, just telling you. Oh, yeah. It did. No. <laughs> Someone keys your car, you're not super surprised yeah. that that person yes. keyed your car. Yes. And for the most part, you probably automatically know who it is. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. That's what's so fun about that type of person sometimes. You know Toxic. what I mean? Yeah, because the opposite side of that is, you know. You ever had your car keys? Good th- no, of course oh, okay. not. Tire slash? No. Clothes cut up? Of course not. Put out? No. <laughs> no. Bo? I never had a bad breakup. <laughs> Bo raises <laughs> You have? Let's get to the back page. <laughs> Bringing you the stories that didn't make the cut anywhere else in the show. It's the back page with Bo Johnson on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Hello, Bo. So I had one try to set a hat on fire before. Weren't you in it? No, I was not in the hat. Okay. She didn't do a good job at it either. Like one little piece of a corner was burnt. I don't know. Maybe no. I guess she just tried to use a lighter and didn't actually use something to try to. Why did she want to burn your hat? Mad. I don't know, man. (laughs) You know. You know what you did. You know why. So uh, congratulations once again to uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. being named the best player in Major League Baseball. So during Ronnie's speech, which he did do the entire, or not speech, the entire interview online with Major League Baseball, I mean with MLB Network, uh, with no translator, although Franco Garcia was on a split screen, just sitting there like a proud papa. It was freaking awesome. What were, we, what were they doing, Bo? We came and talked about it when Pedro Martinez was being was translating. Was it the All Star Game? It was it, something like that. Maybe last it, year, and, or and something it was like just that? it was either an it was, game and it was off or like a play, it was well, like a playoff Pedro's celebration. Not a translator, yeah. yeah, it was awful. <laughs> oh God, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, like you got to be trained to be yes. a translator. Uh, he said that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, because is Pedro? I don't think Pedro's Venezuelan. Oh, it was I think he's Dominican. So awful. Yes, but you know the Latino language is right. every every dialect. Right, is the different. dialect is, is so, different country to yeah. country. Yep. Um. So last night during the, we already heard one piece from Ronald Cunha. I want to play one more because he was asked about Ricky Henderson, who is my favorite baseball player of all time, and if Ronnie wanted to end up being the best leadoff hitter ever. Yeah, of course. I wanna, I wanna be like, like Ricky. You know, when he's Ronnie, when he's play defense. When it's still when it's still second, still third, uh, I wanna I wanna be like this in my games. Wants to be like this in his game. He wants to be the best. It was just kind of cool they brought up Ricky. Not really cool. I mean, he's he's unanimously agreed upon as the best leadoff hitter of all time, right? Uh, Ricky? I would think so. Yeah. Who would, who would... Ichiro has no argument. Yeah, I'm like who would who? I'm sure somebody out there got somebody. I was like, Ichiro was an incredible yeah, leadoff hitter. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was Ricky. Although Ronnie I is Ricky. pacing Ricky's leadoff home run record, and he's pacing to shatter it. Yeah, the only thing I would say is just, just a little bit different, right? Like, yeah. 30 years ago, Ronald Acuna wouldn't bat leadoff. He'd bat third. Right. Like, they kind of put a different type of hitter at leadoff now. Yeah, you get your best hitter the more at-bats. Right, yeah. which is smart to do, and I, I yeah. love that they do it. I just, like, yeah, if he stays at leadoff for his career, he's going to obliterate. What, how many home runs did Ricky hit at leadoff? Like, 80? Yeah. yeah. I mean... <laughs> Acuna's gonna he'll get a hundred if he stays lead off for ten more yeah, years for sure. No, those are just leading off the game. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's home runs lead off a game. He's gonna crush that. I think he's already at like fifteen or yeah. twenty or something weird, dumb like that. Uh, so on to the uh, petty second best team in the NL East. So y'all remember uh, last year playoffs? Attaboy, Bryce. Yeah. Orlando Arcia chirping, and then Bryce Harper hits the two home runs, staring Orlando Arcia down both times. The moment that we were saying, I don't know, maybe Orlando goes and pushes him down or punches him in the face or something. Not that we want to incite violence. So the Phillies have decided to take that picture 
of Bryce Harper staring Orlando Arcia down, and they put it up in their spring training clubhouse. I love it. Along with love two it, other Petey. pictures from their playoff run, where they got eliminated, did not win the World Series. So I love the I don't Petey. Know why? But yep, we're the on their Petey. minds. Let's go. I mean, I love the Petey. They should do that, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. You know, Since there was no retaliation, or he didn't do anything except hang his head. Surely, yeah, yeah, he they like he didn't. I mean, do we nothing. can be, we can be nothing. honest about all this, right? Like yeah. we're, we're honest people here, right? They owned us, yes, and he owned him. Yes, in that they moment. punked us. They, they punked him. They yes. punked him. Yes. Yes. He hit game. a homer off of him and then stared him down yeah. and told him to do something about it, he and like, then hit another home run. And then just him. walked and then ran by second base and looked back at you, and then said, "Attaboy, Arcia, for the rest of the series." I would have shot a like, bird at him so fast. They punked him. Yeah, in such a disrespectful way and swept the not not swept but just beat the hell out of him. We had the, the one Braves game. out of the series. With that ease, one game. gentleman sweep, just like yeah. the year before. Like, yeah, no offense. The Braves are excellent. Yeah. The Phillies own them right yeah. now. It's the way Who's it is. Who's your like, daddy? Well, they own us in the playoffs last year. I own them right Which is what it matters. That's all that matters. That's matters. Stop. Who's, stop. Stop, stop the homers. Stop, Bo. We got to stop We got it. whipped. All right? No, we got punked. All right, I just Phillies said that. They don't own us. us. They own us in October. They owned us. Oh, maybe. maybe. It's all right. Well, now, the Dodgers we, have owned us before, Hopefully too. we get them back. Like, I'm not saying they're better than the Braves this year or anything like that, but it's, it's okay to admit it is. that it, is what has happened. They got out there. That is what happened. Hey, maybe Chris Hill comes back for some vindication or something. Oh, yeah, because he's the Attitude. edge. He's that dude. He's Attitude the edge. Era. <laughs> he's, the, he's the edge. So uh, Adrian Peterson, I guess, uh, maybe needed to make a list when he hired a auction firm to go through a storage unit that he had. He told them he wanted to put some stuff up on auction, but only the stuff that he didn't want. Well, Adrian Peterson did not make a list of the stuff that he did not want. And he had his 2007 Rookie of the Year trophy and 2012 MVP trophy in this storage unit. And lo and behold, they end up on an auction block. Uh, now he's threatening to sue uh, the auction company. I think he should. He right? should. Like, he should. He how should. are they supposed to know what you want and what you don't want? I would imagine that since he did at least say that, those trophies would probably be something that he wanted. Can't they just take them down? Like before they auction them, have they already auctioned them all? I would, I think there may be some kind of legalities in there. Is if if somebody has a bid on it already, uh, oh. I don't know if they oh. can just because you can't remove something from eBay once there's a bid on That's it. Never mind. You put a floor on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, it's no secret uh, the financial stuff that he's going through. I don't know anything yeah, about it. it. it it's, you know. Well, he did come out and say he wants people to know that he's not broke. He's yeah. not it's selling a secret, his trophies. It's a secret himself. to me. Yeah. I know yeah. nothing yeah. about yeah. Adrian yeah. Peterson's finances. It's just bad when you, money when, management. It ain't even really the money, man, because you don't lose all that money a lot of times by just spending. Mm. You lose it a lot by like bad investments, bad invest, t- terrible investments, mm-hmm. and not letting letting other people have control of your money. Oh, okay, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, they that man, steal it. That they man st- earned a lot of yeah, money. They steal it because you're not because they, they, they it adds up like this. Oh, he's not gonna miss ten thousand dollars. Oh, he's not going to miss this. Oh, yeah, I had to use oh, so this. Been been off the top. Before you know it. How can you justify you know that? Before you know it. Especially if you're someone, like, you've been entrusted, right? Like, yeah. and usually these guys that have been entrusted are, are friends. That's why you don't ever hire your friend to hand you money. Right. Because there's a lot of slimy people out there. Right, absolutely. You don't, you don't ever handle, you don't and, ever, and money makes yeah. brings the worst out of yep. people sometimes. You don't like, let, can you imagine that, though? Yep. You're mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm moving this money around for him, making this mm-hmm. He's not going to notice yep. 20 grand. He's not going to notice it. What a... 
30. People are dirtbags, man. What a dirtbag you are. Uh, Good news for Marshawn Lynch is he does plea down the DUI case from Las Vegas. Remember the one where he was found, you know, sleeping in his Mustang? Like his tire fell off or something? Yeah. Tire fell off. He was sleeping. He he was sleeping in the car. Didn't remember. Anything could have happened, you know. Who knows? Uh, He pleads it down to a reckless driving charge. There's no more felony. Uh, 200 hours community service, DUI school, $1,100 fine. And probation for 12 months. Got so, off easy. Hey, Marshawn, don't easy. drive. Yeah, Got off easy, man. Any of you out there. Got off, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, when you saw the car, you're like, damn. Like, my biggest thing with him is he was sleeping in the car. Did somebody take the wheel off? Or did he hit something the wheel fall off? Oh, he had to have hit something. Then. Oh, no. So um, it was just a tire. He, he hopped a curb. That'll happen if you hop a curb. It happened to me last year. How hard do you got to be? But not you, drunk. We no, I wasn't. I just you hit a curb so hard that your tire fell off. So it blew the tire. Okay. So I tried to make it home. It was from here to to my house in Roswell. It was after I got off a show one night. Uh huh. So it's like midnightish. Uh huh. So I turned down here on to get on the four hundred, and I turned too soon. Uh huh. And I hit jumped the curb. Uh-huh. Now my car was a little wobbly, but I was going to try to make it home. Eventually, the tire just came completely off the rim. Damn. When I had to end up stopping, the tire was still rolling right past me, Damn, smoking and everything. You're and lucky. Damn, yeah. Bo. Yeah. And you're going to try to take it from here to Roswell. Yeah. Oh. I didn't want to have to change it at 1 a.m. on the side of an interstate. I was going to try to wait till I get home. You didn't, you didn't know the axle was cracked or whatever it was? No, I didn't know the tire or what shape it was in. I just knew that, oh, well, it's kind of rickety, but I'm going to try to make it. We'll yeah. make it. How far did you make it? Did you make it a bucket? Not very Not far. far. Okay. We'll come back. We'll get to the big story of the day to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Final hour of the show. Trillville Thursday. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. As always, final hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at mancavestore.com. We'll get to the big story of the day in just a couple of minutes from right now. Smoking Joe Patrick going to join us at 120 to talk some Falcons. We had mentioned it sort of uh, a little bit in the last hour. We'll tell you more specifically uh, now. On Tuesday... Uh, from the Combine, we'll get a chance to talk with Terry Fontenot and Raheem uh, Morris, which is great. New head coach of the Falcons, general manager of the Falcons, live from the Combine on Tuesday. They will join the midday show with Andy and Randy. Y'all going to make some trades. And the hard-hitting questions y'all gonna make, will be asked. Y'all going to make some trades. Journalism will be done. Y'all going to make some trades up there, right? <laughs> huh? How do you evaluate a potential trade, uh, a, a potential tradable player based on how they behave on social media? I, I think there's if Justin be, Fields didn't unfollow the Bears, would you like him more? If I'm not mistaken, didn't that trade go down at the combine last year when they traded when they traded with Carolina? I think it did. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it did. Not sure. I don't think, remember the combine. I think, I think it did. I think it was at the combine. That I they, do remember that it was trade. early. Was yeah, like, yeah. I think it was at the combine that That's they a did lot. that. And so I wouldn't be surprised if something happens. This is where they all do those that 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 uh it'd be like late night stuff too. You know, once everybody gone, a couple cocktails, yeah, mm-hmm, then yeah. you're hanging out, and then you know, what would you think about? And so, I, w- I would not be surprised. And I'm not saying that J- that Justin to Atlanta, but I'm I wouldn't be surprised if he's trading next if if he's not trading next week. Yeah, because I think that they've had a talk with his representation. Yes, I think you yes. know, and and th- as much as we sort of, <laughs> ha- I don't know if had fun with it is the right way to to put it. I think as much as we kind of. Talked about his comments about unfollowing them on the podcast that he was on, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree with his perspective of 
it is kind of, it's got to be a little bit annoying mm-hmm. at this point of like either trade me or don't like let's let's go mm-hmm. our separate ways or let's let's go together in into the future yeah. like now again it's very easy to ignore that if you just put the phone down and get off social media right. you don't have to engage but again um so from that perspective I, I do understand what he's saying and i imagine it, it probably is really irritating to be talked about in trade rumors All the day. entire yeah, offseason yeah, of so far. It it's it's got it it's got to suck so of course it is yeah he and they and, and everybody falcons fan whoever like everybody wants that to, to happen as quickly as possible for sure He's I think for thing. all parties involved, it would be the best thing. Exactly, he said right thing. I mean, right, the, the best thing he said out of well, the thing is, I want, and I want to be in Chicago. Something. No, no, right. no, no. The only thing I think he said right. Oh, okay. I, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that I want to still be in Chicago. Yeah. If let me out right, in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yep, yes. yep, yep. Perfect. Play it right. <laughs> and that people maybe right. yeah, he's tired of people talking about. Yes, it. played it. Played and it that people right. do care too much about social media. I do agree with that as well. Yes. Although he is one of those people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so crazy. And, and then everything and, else he said Andy, was ridiculous. It was funny because we were talking about the All-Star game. Atlanta did just have an All-Star game, and we completely <laughs> forgot about it because we couldn't go. Yes. And I, I was I was about to feel really bad that yeah. we forgot about yeah. it because I was like, damn, the NBA All-Star game was here in 2021. Yeah. But then I remembered why we forgot about it, and yes. I didn't feel bad at all. Yeah. It was the COVID All-Star game. Yeah. There were no fans there. Right. There was no one there. But, Even half the the team had COVID yes. and couldn't play in it. Yes. Like, I, and again, I'll be honest with you, slipped my mind. I forgot that the 2021 All Star Game was here in Atlanta. It was at State Farm Arena that yep. did take place, but yep. obviously, none of the fun stuff that comes along with having an event like that could happen because that was that portion of our lives where nothing happened, nothing happened. like normal. Um, so yeah, it did. We did have an All Star Game recently. It would be cool to have one, you know, when people can do stuff. Exactly. And fans can go to the game and enjoy all the uh, the amenities of an All-Star game. Um, and maybe we'll get one again soon. But, yes, we, we did have a listener point out that there was an All-Star game here a couple of years ago. And I was like, no way. No, yeah. there wasn't. No, there wasn't. Like, 2021, we were doing this show in 2021. Yes. We would have been live from the All-Star game. Yes, our ass was at oh, the house. right. We, we were live like, from the crib. Live from the guest room. <laughs> yeah, live from the crib. <laughs> That's where we yeah, were. Exactly. I was like, did they, they, they? Who won a dunk contest that year? No idea. Was there even one? I, I have no idea. I don't remember. COVID won the dunk contest. Yeah, I don't remember that. I was like, yeah, COVID man. won the three-point yeah, shootout. That, that was when they did the Team LeBron, Team Durant thing, and yes. they got the draft of players. That didn't have the the fun that they thought it was going to have. They'd be like, oh, good. Guys will get drafted late, and then they'll be fired up, and they'll try hard. Nope. <laughs> that didn't happen. Let's Guess see. can't make these 2020, guys try hard. Uh, Anthony Simon won what? the 2021 dunk contest. Seriously? There you go, Anthony. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. Portland Trailblazer, great. Yeah. He's still over there? Portland? You would know better than me. Kind of forgot about those guys. Yeah, you know more than you know more than me. I'll be honest with you. I've probably watched as many Blazers games this year as you have. Yeah. I've watched Zero. any. Is Scoop playing? Yeah, Scoop's playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, Scoop's not playing great. Right. But he's playing. Okay. Yeah. I mean he's still young. So it happens when you lose your star. Yeah. He's I mean he's still playing well. He's still he's still a young buck. It's true, Easy. but it is, it's, a, it's a pretty amazing phenomenon how quickly you can be out of sight, out of mind mm. when the, the face of your franchise mm-hmm. and the, you know, the superstar that you have goes away. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, they're tanking now. They're, they're, uh, they're bad. Do they just tank? No, they haven't tanked. Blazers never tanked, really. Uh-oh. Like, I, I mean, they, bad. They, they shut him down at the end of the year last year's game to, to kind of get up and get, to get uh, Scoot, but now before that, they didn't even tank to get Dame. They weren't even like he was like the eighth pick or something. Like that. Dame was lottery pick, right? He was out of uh, Weber State. Weber State, that's right. Which is why he wears the letter O for Oakland, Ogden, and Oregon. But he still wears it in uh, in uh, Milwaukee. There's no O in Milwaukee. Zero number zero. Yeah, yeah. That's how they would introduce him, wearing the letter O. 
Because really? it's for Oakland, because we're from in Oakland. Right. And then Ogden, Utah is where Weber State is. And then Portland is in Oregon. Okay, I knew that all, part. They're all O, <laughs> they're all o words. So, I, know, I know that part. Yeah. Oh, I, I, but I didn't know that, though. Yeah, why would anyone know yeah, that? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that's why he wore zero. But then he keeps it, and it's like he got. I wonder if he has come up with an O uh, relation to Milwaukee. Milwaukee-o? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good try. Yeah, That's Milwaukee. Solid. I don't know. All right, let's get to the big story. Oh, Old Milwaukee. Old Milwaukee. There we go. There it is. There All we had to right do there. is try for a little longer. <laughs> we got there. Old, Old Milwaukee. Milwaukee. There it is. Let's get to the big story of the day. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Non-surgical treatment for joint pain. I will be dedicated to college football and the future of college football and trying to make that sport as well as other sports and collegiate athletics. I'm going to be an advocate for trying to make the game as good as it can be. Okay. Yeah, that's Nick Saban. Thanks, um, Nick. I guess I don't know like what. It, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, <laughs> Nick Saban's kind of all, all, always going to be a, a major figure in college football as long as he wants to be, and that's courtesy of ESPN, where he will now work. I got a question. As a part of college game. Do you day. think? Because I know he's going to be on the on the on the show and everything. Is he going to pick games? Why not? I would love to see when Alabama and somebody plays and him pick against Alabama. Hey, man. <laughs> Alabama might have a step back next year. But, uh, but that's what I'm saying. When, 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 it, when it comes up and Nick and, and it's Nick's turn right beside Corso before Corso puts on the head. Yeah. And Nick says he picks, like, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. Yeah, I think Georgia's better that, this that year. That'll never happen. Yeah, maybe he'll just do the thing where he always picks Alabama and – or maybe he recuses himself from yeah, those games. Yeah, I I don't know, but yeah, he'll he was games. giving a press conference a couple days ago, and he said, uh, "I think I'm gonna have to do that now. I don't know that you always have to pick the team you think's gonna win. You're allowed to have a spiritual feeling yeah. about who do you like and who you want to win." Yeah. Okay. There it is. Yeah. I mean, you can. Who cares? Like if he's who wrong. cares about the standings? Who cares if he's wrong? Saying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like if I'm Nick going Saban, for Alabama. If Nick Saban picks Alabama every time, and Alabama goes seven and five, then he, care. he only just loses five games. Yeah, you know. Care. And also, if Nick Saban comes in last in their their year long picks, Nick Saban's not going to care about that. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, he'll, he'll pick games. That'll be cool, and that'll be his role going forward um, with ESPN. I do wonder if he'll have a a role at any point with the restructuring of college football. If he wants one, he'll have one. I don't know if he wants one. That'll be up to him. The restructuring of college football is is the interesting part of the conversation, though, because as we knew they were, we know they're going to a 12-team playoff. That's obviously been coming for a number of years. They voted on the how that's going to be structured the other day. Five automatic bids, seven at-larges. But then immediately after doing that, because that's going to happen for two years, we're going to get that for two years, 2024 and 2025. They're like, you know what might be better in 2026? is more playoff right? More, maybe 14, maybe 16, which, by the way, is where it's going. There's going to be 16 playoff teams eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, if they hinted at it, it's happening. Yeah. That's If you've learned anything over the last decade of college football, when they thought when if they, it gets mentioned, it's happening. They, they want to lob it out there for a second. Yeah, so you can react to it, yes. and then when it happens, you're not surprised. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think it needs to happen. Like, Or at least let's see what 12's like first. Um, Before we change it, yeah, like we, we haven't have, even done twelve. We haven't yet. done twelve. We, I mean, it, they didn't even do six. They went from four to damn twelve. Yeah, four to twelve. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's, of, that's triple. Yeah, but my thing is like, I, it, is this going to make college football better? That's my whole thing. Is the twelve team playoff going to make college football better? I think so. 
Why? Because I think there will be more games over the course of the season that have championship implications, or at least what teams think are championship implications. I think more games will have, quote-unquote, you know, postseason either knock knockout or advance feel to it. Are we talking about the actual 12-team playoff or the season? The season. I, oh, really? I, I, yeah, I, I think I just, I don't, yes, I think some games will have less. I oh, think the SEC okay. championship game is going to have less. And I think yes. But I think when people talk about it, they only mention the games that will be devalued. Right. I think more games over the totality of the season will have amplified stakes because more teams get into the playoff. If you lose two games in September right now, you're out. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you get better and you're really good by the end of the season, you might be able to play your way back in. I think that's good. I, th- I think prolonging the, the knockout process for teams makes the season more. Now, I don't think it really gives more teams a chance to win a national championship. I think the same amount of teams, you know, whatever, in a given year, four probably, mm-hmm. two most years, are the only realistic teams that have a chance to win a national championship. But, you know, not everybody is really playing for a national championship. Sometimes making the playoffs fun, you know? Yeah, I mean. So I, because, I, I think 12 teams does. That's just my opinion. the crazy thing about it, it's going to be eight, maybe seven, eight first-time playoff teams. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, that's going to be, I guess, one of those things. It, it, which is great. Which is going to be great. We talked When we talked to um, uh, certain programs like uh, – Teams that are on the outside looking in, that's always in the last in the in the last uh you know rankings, they were always seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. or somewhere in that area. They're gonna get in now yeah. and have their opportunity. Which means eight different fan bases get to care more about college football longer, right? Yep. Like, cause that's what the playoff has done, is it's boiled everything down to are you gonna get into the four or are you not? The bowl games have been completely devalued. Mm-hmm. A lot of the regular season games, once you've lost enough, games have been devalued. Like, if this gives more people an invitation to the party and it feels like more fan bases feel like they're invited to the party, right. that feels like a good thing. It does. It does. Oh, my but God. But I guess the same argument it, could be made for 14 and 16. That's what I do remember about All-Star Weekend, when that, that girl got out that van because she didn't have no hotel room and she was living in the in the, in the the Utah, in the U-Haul van. Got to sleep somewhere. Yeah, dog. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> What a great time. What a great time to be alive. Yeah, I remember that. You remember that? I remember that. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to Smoke and Joe Patrick about the Atlanta Falcons after this on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Check it out. You already know this your foe, Shrillville. Yes, sir. And you already know you tune in to 92.9 The Game with who? Andy and Randy. Yes, yes sir. sir. Welcome back, man. Whoop. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy. 20 minutes away from the AMA. We'll get the phone lines open for that one. As always, 404-726-0929. This hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season at mancavestore.com. Just a, a minute or two away from smoking Joe Patrick. Hey, we're going to be at Twin Peaks tomorrow. Me and Andy right. will be at uh, Twin Peaks and Buckhead tomorrow. Yes. 11 to 2. So make sure you guys come hang out. And I know we got to get Joe, but I was I thought I saw this this morning about these new baseball uniforms yeah. that people are kind of upset about. Yeah, the players don't like they them. don't like them. And based on the fan reaction I've seen on social media, fans don't like them either. Okay, all right. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just curious. I'm like uh, trying to figure out what's the base. They're see-through pants. Oh. Well, the ladies might like I them. I mean, right? that's what I'm saying. See-through. Yeah. All right, I like that. I'll tell you one guy who loves a pair of see-through pants. <laughs> Damn Joe Patrick. Smoking Joe Patrick. That's who. In one quarter, we've got 92.9 The Game's midday host, Andy and Randy, at a 
combined 12 feet 3 inches and just under 400 pounds, uh, to the best of our knowledge. And in the other corner, 92.9 The Game's reporter smoking Joe Patrick at an undisclosed height and weight because he likes to cause trouble. That'll get you some space in the scrum, won't it, Joe? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, is it like, I mean... So I have seen these pants. We should talk about these uniforms because uh, okay, I was actually talking. I was well. I was talking to somebody about them. Uh, talking to somebody about them with Atlanta United this morning, which is where I was. And um, why did they even change the uniforms in general? Like, like why did this happen? Because I will say, having seen them, they do look way worse than, yeah, <laughs> than the, the old uniforms. They look like uh, they look like you would buy it at a gas station. Really? Like it, it looks yeah. like. Like not like knockoff. Really? Uh, well, it's because yeah. Nike and Fanatics are now partnering on the jerseys, so it's a slightly oh, new okay material or something? manufacturer. Oh. I think. So, is it, so is that it supposed to be more like high performance wear, like you know, I hope dry so. or whatever they <laughs> I hope so. call these things? I hope so. I think what it probably is is the cheapest way to do it. <laughs> would yeah. be probably yeah. what it but is. But that's what I'm saying. It's Nike and Fanatic. Yeah. Why do they have to be cheap? I don't know. That's the thing about it. <laughs> I think hopefully because it's spring training. And, like, I mean, you go back and look, like, historically, the stuff dudes wore at spring training is just like a mesh jersey, you know? Right. And you right. wore it yeah. every day, and some guys were number 88, you know what I mean? And that was kind of that. <laughs> then you get to the regular season, and you get your normal stuff. Hopefully that's what it is. But, yeah, I don't know. They It's definitely been um, one of the conversations coming out of spring training for sure. Have you, or maybe or more appropriately, your wife uh, remarked on Spencer Strider and the way he looks in in these uh, these pants in particular? I mean, why would my wife? Why would my wife have my lady say, about uh, say something about that? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, if they're into quads, um, oh, I, mean, I, got, I got a nice set of quads too, Joe. Don't oh, let yeah. the sweatpants fool you. Well, maybe we need to get you in some of these pants then. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean yeah, 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 some yeah, of these yeah, see-through yeah. pants. Yeah. Thighs and eyes. That's what I got. Don't don't yeah. don't 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 don't, uh, don't underestimate it now. Don't discriminate. Yeah. No underestimation. Thighs of steel over at my yeah, house. Yeah, talking about. Right. I do my squats. <laughs> Mustache isn't the only similarity I had to Spencer Strider. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Falcons. I know that's one of the many teams that you cover. I asked Randy this earlier when we were talking about free agency. Um, you think they'll spend more money on offense or defense? Uh, I think they'll spend more money on offense Um, to me. And I think I, where at least I feel like that's what they should do. Um, And I guess a lot of it depends on whether they're going to, (laughs) you know, spend the money on Kirk Cousins, basically. I think that's what a lot of this comes down to. But when you look at what this team is constructed offensively, it's a lot of really young players, Um, not even just the skill position players, but even along the offensive line, like Drew Dahlman, Matthew Bergeron, uh, young, young, younger players. And so I feel like they would benefit from some more, kind of veteran experience on that side of the ball and uh, and vice versa. I feel like, you know, this team, this team last year defensively, they seem, I don't want to say old because the defense was kind of what was carrying this team for most of it, but you could tell like they needed to kind of, you know, spruce up in some areas, get, get some, get some, you know, some young bucks in there, especially on that, on that defensive front where you've got, you know, David Onyemata, Grady Jarrett, Calais Campbell last year, um, you know, those are some of the older – that's probably one of the older kind of defensive lines you'll see probably around the NFL. So I think that they would be wise to, you know, invest more free agency money on offense. But, you know, this all comes down to the specific players they're going to target because whether it's – you want to – it really depends on whether you want to use more of your free agency money on a quarterback or more of your free agency money on maybe an edge rusher like a Daniel Hunter or one of those kinds of guys. 
right, Joe, is there anybody that you can think of, I was trying to figure out, that is in need of a new contract other than AJ, even though you don't have to give him a new one? Uh, well, Kyle Pitts, of course, he's not 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 this year, right. but you know he's he'll be playing on his fifth year option. Um, gosh, I'm trying to say. Well, another one is uh, Drew Dahlman would be mm-hmm. coming up again. These aren't like uh, immediate concerns, right. but there are things that you probably need to be planning for because, especially if you plan to really kind of spend so much in free agency that you are kind of butting up against the limits, then you have to have plans for these kinds of things. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Gosh, I wish I had the spreadsheet in front of me that I could look up online on Spotrack. But, um, you know, they did restructure Jake Matthews' contract last year. So I think they're trying to get out ahead of, of, of some of the spending because they know that this is their time to do it after they obviously cleaned the slate the you know previous couple of years. Um, but I can't think of any, like, you know, in dire need off the top of my head other than those guys. But they have some sp- holes to fill, you know, like um, and it's not a contract extension, but, if, well, I guess technically it would be, but – if you wanted to try to get Calais Campbell back, that's obviously going to cost you some money. Uh, who knows what they're going to do at the other cornerback spot aside from A.J. Terrell. So um, overall, there definitely are needs that this team will need to spend on um, to fill legitimate holes uh, on, on this roster that are starting spots for this team. I, th- I think folks have seen some of the names that are potential um, cut candidates to save a little bit of money, some guys that you could move on from to get yourself a little bit more cap space. Is there a name that you think is possible that would be slightly surprising that the Falcons could move on from to save a little bit of money? Hmm. Yeah, um, there are some. So I I don't think that these are going to happen, but I think that they're worth thinking about, uh, which is, first of all, Caleb McGarry on that right side. um, You know, he's a player who has, you know, very specific set of skills, (laughs) not meant for uh, killing people like Liam Neeson, but he's, he's very, you know, killing people on the edge when he's blocking, (laughs) uh, run blocking, of course. Um, But he's not, you know, he he has that different holes to his game too. And if you wanted to upgrade there, there's potential for them to do that. Again, I don't think these are going to happen because I just feel like this team has too many needs where they, these are kind of more luxury kind of items for them to, to do. Um, uh, another one that's worth thinking about, and again, I don't think this is going to happen this offseason, but you know, Grady Jarrett, I would recommend everybody look at you know, kind of his contract, what's coming up. He, I, I think that he becomes a lot more um, of a cap kind of ex- expenditure kind of guy next off season. And a lot of it will depend on how he looks coming back from this ACL tear. I expect him to look great. You know, he's just such right. a top professional that you, you, you would never ever bet against Grady Jarrett coming back and, you know, being his productive self, but um, he has a big contract and, you know, ultimately the sport is a business. Um, who are some other ones I was thinking of? Uh, well, obviously, John Smith is, 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 a, is one um, unlikely. He's a, he's a very expensive tight end, all things considered, especially going into this year. And it's unlikely that the new coach is going to be utilizing him as much as Arthur Smith did last year. And, you know, that's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. But also the fact that when you look at just the personnel packages that this, you know, new Falcons offense under Zach Robinson is likely to use, it's just going to use a lot less two tight end sets and especially throwing to that second tight end um, and utilizing him the way that he, that, uh, that Johnny Smith was last year probably won't be the case under Arthur Smith. And then obviously you got the quarterbacks. Uh, Taylor Heineke is kind of an obvious one. At yep. this point. I don't know if anybody's really expecting him back. What did, uh, what, in your opinion, what did Ike Hill, your new receiver coach, what did you think he meant when he talked about Drake London needs to take the next step? You know, I love to hear that because I agree. Like we all know that there's 
a ton of talent there, both physical and, you know, the mental attributes that he brings. I know were something that Arthur Smith loved about Drake London and the kind of competitive nature, but he's not at this point. I mean, let's be honest. Drake London's not like a premier, you know, pass catcher in this league right now. When I say premier pass catcher, I don't mean like top 30, which is what he is. He's probably kind of along that. He's, he's probably like, if you were to rank kind of receiving talents, he's probably in that kind of 20s somewhere. I think that the Ike Hilliard, uh, as long as Terry Fontenot and the team that draft the, the the personnel that drafted Drake London see him as potentially being one of those top ten receivers. Now he's not going to necessarily get it done in the way that a lot of these top ten receivers nowadays do with these, them being a lot of these uh, like real smaller, uh, super speedy types, um, or even just kind of the, just having that natural physical talent to separate. But I do think that they see him. As a guy who can be, you know, more along, we've talked about him a lot, but, you know, Mike Evans, but just these guys who can go up and physically, you know, out-muscle some of these corners um, and win these balls. And so I think that he's got that potential, but I do think that he needs that kind of more explosive receiver around him. And I thought it was interesting to hear even Justin Fields mention that in the podcast that he did with the uh, St. Brown brothers, which is, you know, he even said that the Falcons kind of need another, another piece offensively. And it's kind of funny to just think about that considering how much we talked about how heavily this team has invested in these skill position players. And would they actually do it again? I actually don't think it would be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> if a player like Malik neighbors falls to eight, I think that the Falcons would have to strongly consider taking that kind of player because he's the kind that's the kind of player that can really transform an offense. That's so funny. We mentioned that yesterday because JJ McCarthy was in, in Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft and we said, don't worry, that's going to happen about a month ago. Then yesterday it was don't, <laughs> don't worry. Skill position players will start to be mocked to the Falcons at number eight too, whether yeah. it's Roman yeah. Lindsay or Malik neighbors or someone like that's coming next. What, what did you make of the JJ McCarthy mock though? Like what's your reaction to, to that, uh, that conversation? Listen, I mean, I so I'm not opposed to the Falcons acquiring J.J. McCarthy. I think it would be a tough pill to swallow to do that in the top ten. It certainly seems like that's the buzz that he's getting right now, um, because just he's 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 not. I think objectively, he's not kind of a a fully fleshed out quarterback at prospect at this point in time. Like he's got the tools to potentially be that player in the future. Um, just similar to heck, Justin Fields, like having tools that you hope you can kind of they can meld together into a cohesive, you know, form that makes him a complete quarterback somewhere down the line. Obviously that would be happen a lot quicker in Justin Fields' career than it is where JJ McCarthy is. I think he's only 20 years old still. I see the reasons why teams would want McCarthy, but I think that he's a player that is not going, you're, you're not um, probably going to want to throw him out there as like your starting quarterback for week one, if you draft him. And I, and it, and it sounds weird to say that because you would think that any quarterback who is drafted in the top 10 uh, is going to be a quarterback that is, is your starter. But I think, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on the show, guys, like I, I think the Falcons are kind of in a spot where they, they sort of have to double dip at quarterback with, you know, getting a, a veteran guy, whether that's a Jacoby Brissett kind of on the Taylor Heineke spectrum, or if you want to go and splash the cash on a Kirk Cousins, as well as bringing in a younger, younger quarterback or rostering a younger quarterback um, that you can develop to kind of take over the reins. But, you know, it, there's a lot to flesh out with that, with that particular position. Uh, it's hard for me to see JJ McCarthy though, being this team starting quarterback in week one of the season next year. Joe, we appreciate it. Appreciate it Thank you. All right. Thanks guys. Smoking Joe Patrick there. 92, nine in the game. Falcons reporter. Talk to Joe every single Thursday at 120. Again, next Tuesday, 
We're going to talk to the head coach and the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons as they are going to be up uh, in Indy for the Combine, for the NFL Scouting Combine next week. Coming up next, though, the AMA to wrap the show up. Any question, any topic, 404-726-0929. Load the phone lines up. We'll answer your questions next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're queuing up your questions with the Middays AMA. Ask me anything. Glad you asked. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Brought to you by Right From The Heart, rightfromtheheart.org. AMA to wrap the show up every single day. The phone number is the same, 404-726-0929. Maybe uh, – Is AT&T messing with other folks' phones? Yeah, maybe people's uh, service is down. We only got one. Okay. So if you're out there and your phone's working, 404-726-0929. Again, I know that some phones have been down today. Right. I didn't have that. I have AT&T, and I didn't have any problem. So I was fine. But it must be what's going on. Anyway, not Donnie. Donnie's good. Donnie's in southwest Atlanta. Hey, Donnie. Hey, guys. What's up? Hello, Donnie. Hey. First first of all, I just want to tell Randy, hey, man, I'm a big Dolphins fan. And uh, as an Army vet, I want to say thank you for your services. I appreciate you playing for us. And, uh, hey, here's my question. Which, which is going to happen first? The Braves being proactive, going to Acuna Jr., tearing up that freaking contract, or Acuna Jr. going to the Braves and say, I want more money. Because, look, they got a Bugatti, and they're paying payments for like a prism you know and uh <laughs> the old geo prism I, I, I don't see i don't see that contract being played out in this entire the contract's not gonna be played out no that's definitely not gonna happen um i think it would be them probably coming to him i think so too yeah i think, like, be, I, think I think you make exceptions for some people and yeah. he is that one person that you make exceptions for yeah absolutely team. so yeah i can see them doing i also that. think that's really easy to like if anyone's like well they're setting a precedent Sure. sure. The precedent is if you go 40-70 and win the MVP, you get a new then contract. we'll get you a new contract. And you're 26 years you old. You come on back when you yeah. go 40-70, and then we'll rip that contract on up, and we'll get you a new one. Yeah, so, and you're 26 years old. Yeah. 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 No, I, but, yeah, I, I do think that's what will happen first. I think it'll probably be next offseason. That would be my guess. Um, but, yeah, hopefully it does, and hopefully it gets a giant Brinks truck because he deserves it. Uh, Austin is in Atlanta. Hey, Austin. What's going on, guys? Hi, Austin. Uh, I got a question for you. Um, everybody had an amazing athlete that they grew up with as a kid that didn't make it to the next level for whatever reason. Who was that guy for you guys? And a quick story about him. That's All right. What I'll talk about. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say their names or nothing, but, I mean, dude – I mean, I, remember I, told you, I was never the, I was never on. I mean, on any time I played, I was never the single best player on the team. But I know there were some, there were some cats in Peach County on the football team that dude just ran circles around people. Now I say his name because he's one of the best football players I've ever seen on any level. And people from Middle Georgia know who I'm talking about. Jaquez Rump played quarterback at, at Peach County with the Carson Newman, best football player. One of the best football players I've ever seen at any level. He was our quarterback, kick returner, punt returner, played corner. Quezzy could do everything on the football field. And play Aiken hey, Hoop. One of the best football players I've ever seen. Why didn't he? Short. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, short. The, I mean, the best guy I played baseball with growing up. And that's when it was, it was held against him. Okay. Yeah. He made it to AAA. Right. He was a AAA player. His name was Matt Fields. He was very good. Made it to AAA for the Royals. I, I, can, I don't know what it would have been like to play with a guy that was good enough to play in the majors mm-hmm. because he was the most ridiculous baseball player I've ever seen. We were like 11. He's hitting 450-foot homers. He was throwing curveballs that would make kids fall down when we were from 45 feet before yeah. you went to 60 feet. Like, uh, 
if he was only good enough to make it to the to Triple A, right. I can only imagine what it would have been like to play little league with a guy that actually made it and had a long career in major league baseball but yeah he was he was stupid i remember the first time he ever hit it over the fence at the the field we played at i was on first base and we all just stood there like it was like we damn. did and the ump was like you gotta run like oh yeah okay i never seen anybody do that before and then, like the whole team met him at home plate we're going crazy it was nuts uh caleb is in ellenwood hey caleb Yes. Uh, last night, I forgot his name, but he was talking about uh, top top uh, fast foods that have been discontinued. I was going to ask you, what is your top fast food that's been continued? Mine is the uh, steak, egg, and cheese bagel from McDonald's. And then the second question is, if Justin Fields were to come to Atlanta, what is your excitement level on a scale of 1 in 10 and you think we're making it past the second round in the playoffs? Uh, All right, Caleb, a lot in there. Caleb, I'm so with you on the bagel one. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel from McDonald's, so with you on that one. This, uh, it bites. It slaps. Really good. Uh, Can I just say a deal that I miss? What's that? Remember you used to be able to get five for five at Arby's? Always, Can yes. you imagine? Like, what? Everything went up. Everything went up. Everything went up. We went up, to Chick-fil-A yeah. last night for three people, and one of them's three years $30. old. $32. Yep. Thirty-two dollars. Yep. And and my wife said, five for five. Yep. I know how my parents could afford a house on teacher's salaries. Yep. Thirty. Thirty. Five. That happened. Same thing. Went to they got because I try to give them Chick Fil A. Man, that, that that lady said thirty-seven. I was like, damn. And I got water. Like, come on. What what is what would five Arby sandwiches cost you now? Probably about fifty dollars. It's still five <laughs> for five. Just five each. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Five dollars for one sandwich. Um, his name, by the way, was Abe. That was Abe doing that last night on this radio station. Uh, my excitement, if the Falcons got Justin Fields, I would, I don't know, like an 8 or 9. I'd be excited. Oh, yeah, I'd be excited for him. I'd be excited for him. The only thing, I would be 10 out of 10 if they traded up and got Caleb Williams. That would be a 10 yeah. out of 10 yeah. excitement for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they got Justin Fields, that'd be really great. That'd be great. Would him. they make it out of the second round of the playoffs, which means would they make it to the NFC Championship game? I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> uh, not even going to say that. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't think there is. They a, would make the playoffs. I, I think though. they would make the playoffs. What the yeah. hell they would have made the playoffs if Desmond didn't throw dumbass interceptions? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Uh, Elijah is in Norcross. Hey, Elijah. What's going on, guys? Hi, Elijah. First time caller. Thank you all for taking the call. Um, real quick, uh, one question about the Falcons, two options. Take uh, Justin Fields, give up two. Uh, second round or second and a third or second and two thirds. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and then for our number eight pick, get uh, money Marvin Harris, or you go and give up all your picks, not all of them, but a good portion of your picks, and get the quarterback you want right now. Go get the quarterback you want right now. Because Marvin Harris is not going to be there. Marvin today. Harris is not going to be there. Today. Yeah, he won't be yeah, there. He won't today, be there. But no, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm get, I like, I know, how, and I said this right after the season. I'm giving up them damn picks. I got to give up the picks to get a quarterback that I want. All right? I'm sorry. I know they got – yes, they got – every team got holes on the team. But I'm giving up – but the biggest hole that you need filled is a damn quarterback. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, yes. I, that's what I would do. Yes. Justin is in Jefferson. Hey, Justin. Hey, guys. What's going on? Always enjoy the show. Thank you, Justin. And, uh, Randy, man, I got a, I got a quick question for you. Who do you think Kirby's going to get – uh, as a new receivers coach, and what do you think of Trevor Etienne? Go dogs! Uh, I, I love Trevor Etienne. He is a hell of a ball player that Kirby and Bobo are going to have a lot of fun with. And I honestly don't know uh, who the uh, receiver coach is. I know I asked Rusty yesterday; he didn't have any idea. 
Uh, obviously, I'm always going to be partial to, to Terrence because that's my people and everything. He just got a job, yeah, didn't you know, he? Yeah, he's got a job. Uh, I know. That, I know. There's this this Heinz Ward thing that was out there hmm. uh, a couple uh, like like a week ago or something like that, and that's been going on for a while though. Even when before um, V Mac took the job because he was at South Carolina, I think when Coley left, it was like, hey, Heinz out there. So I I don't know where he goes. Honestly, don't. Hmm. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, yeah. obviously a huge name. Yeah. Uh, time for one more, or no? Okay. Takeaways of the day. As our show heads into the final stretch, it's time for the takeaway of the day. So many achievements. On Andy and Randy, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thanks for everyone who called in after we made the joke about no one calling in, by the way. Takeaways of the day. Thanks a lot, Latu. Yeah. Could have had national championship. Yes. Thanks a lot. I hope it was fun at UCLA. Thanks a lot, Latu. Hope it was fun you got to say it with attitude. Hope it was fun hanging out with Chip Kelly. Yeah. Seems like a super fun guy. Uh Bo never had his car keyed, but he did have an ex-girlfriend try to burn his hat. Yes, without a minute. <laughs> uh, uh, Inter-Miami looks like a bottle of Pepto-Bismol out there on the kids. Fair enough. I mean, out there on the pitch. Uh, there's always warning signs to a keyer and uh, thighs and eyes. That's what's big in the bunker household. Blue thighs and thick thighs, Dude. okay? I'm- hey, man. it's not. The, I'm, I'm seeing a picture right now. It's not the people that work at AT&T's fault. They got they about to hem old boy up outside this AT&T store. It's not his fault. Not his fault. It's not his fault. He didn't do nothing wrong. He's doing his best. He's just doing his best. Leave him alone. We'll yeah. see what Dixon Bell have for you next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.